Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Wasted Content. Episode, episode 29? Yes. If the ep- podcast was a woman. Come on. <laughs> really? It's so funny. God damn. Oh, that joke gets better every time. Doesn't it? it, it does, does it age well? It, it, Unlike oh, a woman? Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. I'll you know, ahead. after like maybe like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's kind of a little played out. But now that we're at like the eighth time, <laughs> I could see it. I'm getting, I'm getting the appreciation again. Are you? <laughs> it's not the joke itself. It's the consistency of the joke. I, I think I've explained this several times. It's the same thing with your mom's a man. It wasn't the joke <laughs> itself. Like, ah, your mom's a man. It's not that funny in itself. But just the consistency over eight years yeah. of the same joke every day. You're, okay, I could see that. Was the funny part. I'm just dreading eight years of that <laughs> fucking joke, I guess, is what's happening. Well, I don't know what to say. Women should stop. Aging? Aging. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to Wasted <laughs> oh Content. God. Episode 20. We could totally redo this intro if you want to. No, but that's fine. No, we're keeping it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to Wasted Content. Episode 29. My name is Anthropos. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I don't know. And then this is the part of click where you fast forward. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And then TiVo. I'm, I'm like, yeah, TiVo. Sorry. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. That was the fucking TiVo sound. Yeah. Boop, Nobody boop. knows what the fuck TiVo is anymore. Boop, boop. <laughs> this is the part where it's like, what's the worst that can happen? And then the next frame of the movie, I'm like on the streets, fucking penniless, and I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my job. and Because the woman made it so. An older woman, right? <clears throat> Which I would, I, I would, I, I would bet is a bitch. She's probably a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. She's probably like in, you know, in, in in like a place of power. I mean, that's the only way she's gonna get power in a workplace, right? If she's a bitch, like there's that. Uh, she, yeah, definitely. I would argue that there is a better way, but it just seems to be that Not any for a woman, woman. Uh, any woman in like a professional environment seems to fucking uh, confuse uh, confidence and assertiveness with being a bitch. I am Ozymandias. Welcome <laughs> to episode 29. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, fuck. We're going to get right off to it then. Um, we're going to start off with a beer from Founders. So Founders hasn't done us wrong so far. Yeah, they've been on our dick on Instagram, too. <laughs> they've been on our dick. <laughs> they they have. They're commenting on our, on yeah, our post. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, this one's out to you, Founders. Uh, get some. Come on. Get, get in on that fucking wasted content action, guys. One um, billion dollars. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have the Centennial IPA from Founders. Uh, we don't really have much on the fucking can. Nothing to read here. Um, the, the one thing that I, that I did see was on the packaging and all it said was a perfect, uh, balance between malt and hops. Okay. So, you know, they're, they're telling you it's an IPA. That's a fucking big fucking statement there. It is. It is. Um, and specifically for an IPA that comes in at 7.2 ABV. So, you know, nothing to scoff at. Um, but again, (laughs) 
<laughs> <laughs> but again, uh, Founders has just uh, really done us well. And uh, I feel like for the most part, we've dealt with darker brews from these guys. And I'm curious to see what they do on the IPA side. So fuck it. Let's get on with the pour. Let's do it. Well, it's still pretty dark, dude. All right. Well, look at this fucking gorgeous beer here. Uh, we have like, um, God damn, that's like a really deep amber. Yeah, this almost looks like a red. Absolutely, it does. Holy shit. <clears throat> uh, big frothy head. Big bubbly frothy head. Um, it's got like a little bit of like an eggshell white going on it. Um, the color is really fucking inviting. Uh, this certainly doesn't look like your typical IPA. Uh, I, it looks like I, I should be expecting a very, very solid malt backbone. That's what that color is telling me a little bit. And let's see if we, we get anything from the nose. Is that pineapple? No, that's not pineapple. It, it, it's lightly sweet, and I can't really put my finger on it. It's a very tropical fruit. I'm I'm getting I'm getting like a really uh, like a really like bready malty like mm. uh, bready malty sweetness to it. Um, but that's uh, that's after the hot punch though. There is definitely a lot of hop to speak of there. And just a really, really nice, uh, delicate malt sweetness that I'm getting from this. Fuck it. Let's just see what we got here, man. Cheers. Cheers. Holy fuck. Okay. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. Oh, fuck. I, I was wondering how they were going to achieve that perfect balance. No shit. Because that's a bold fucking claim. And, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> they got it. I think they got it. It, it's, it starts <laughs> off hoppy and it rounds off and finishes off malty. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Through and through. Uh, they fucking done it. Holy shit. Goddamn founders. Hmm. Uh, can you do any wrong? All right, so the hop bite comes up front. It kind of sticks uh, with you towards mid palate, and it really rounds out on the back end with that with that sweetness, uh, with like a really nice malty sweetness. It kind of fools you. It's like you're having two beers. It's kind of yeah, like a blend here. Really smooth. <clears throat> Yeah, that it's coming in lightly roasty at the end. The way it's finishing, it's, it's just you can kind of, kind of like a, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it exactly, like a roasted, I don't know, some sort of seed, some sort of like grain. Okay. Yeah. It's a deceptive sweetness too. It's it, it's almost wanting to be like a caramel sweetness. Yes, but yep. it's not necessarily caramel. It's it's definitely coming from the maltiness. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm getting that too. Um, yeah, that that's really good that you point that out. Um, it is a it is a caramel sweetness to it, mm -hmm. but a really light touch of it. Right, and um, <clears throat> it kind of it really does fool you into thinking 
that you're having uh some kind of like a like a red or amber yeah and um this whole time you're having a fucking ipa uh i really need to know what the fuck they mean by centennial though um 100 years <laughs> well no shit yeah but 100 years of what <clears throat> like it's like i don't i don't really think that founders has been around for 100 years or ipas have been around for 100 years so like i'm really wondering what the fuck the centennial is maybe the hops have been around for 100 years i don't fucking know dude right centennial hops that sounds vaguely oh familiar. yeah 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 uh centennial hops is a fucking a specific a strain yeah. of ipa of of ipa of hop you're absolutely right no shit they must be fucking showcasing it here mm -hmm. and then and just just if you're listening in on this this is exactly what the fuck this is about all right this is about fucking two just average fucking dudes enjoying beers right <laughs> we're, we're not fucking pretending to be some fucking like craft beer connoisseurs we've had our fucking share of craft beer but we're not fucking over here you know looking down our noses at other people about what the fuck you've had or haven't had like over here i'm over what the fuck is centennial and then over here my partner ozzy madness is like isn't that a fucking hops it is maybe that's what they're doing here i'm not gonna fucking tell you i knew exactly what they were doing here <laughs> sometimes i sometimes i know what the fuck i'm talking about sometimes i don't and 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 i'll speak for myself that's where i'm coming from Fucking, fucking haters <laughs> damn dude you sound like you got some bad news this week <laughs> oh no it's it's not that it's just uh, it's just everybody fucking knowing what the fuck it is that we should be doing right yeah. everyone coming out of the fucking woodwork right <laughs> yeah dude like, fuck you man <laughs> when we were first telling them like hey we're gonna do this like, eh, okay who cares? Who gives a fuck yeah yeah <laughs> who gives a fuck and then we're here and we're into episode 29 and we've been, um, you know, dedicated and uh, consistent with what we're doing here. And then all of a fucking sudden we got people, uh, oh shit, oh, our, oh, oh dude, your rating system is, uh, <laughs> you should have a rating system. <laughs> oh, y'all, oh, you drink craft beer? Really? Do you? Do you drink craft beer? Are you, you, you guys know about craft beer? I'm not, uh, dude. I don't want to get into a fucking pissing contest with anyone. I've I've had my fair share. <laughs> Sometimes I know what the fuck I'm talking about, and that's what it is, man. You know, we're 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 not we're not full of ourselves here, as like uh, you know, sp uh, people speaking on, on beer. We're philosophers. That's what we are. Yeah, we're not. We're, full we're of knowledgeable shit. about everything else, <laughs> and we just so happen to we're be learning about beer <laughs> as we go. This is our journey through the craft beers. This is two philosophers drinking craft beer. That's what it is, guys. <laughs> All right, don't get it fucking twisted. <laughs> don't get into a fucking pissing contest with us, man. Because I, I, I got a lot of piss. And yeah, yeah. First off, we're fucking <laughs> alcoholics. <laughs> and a lot of people claim to be alcoholics, but mm -hmm. yeah, we kind of really, tr we truly are. I challenge, I challenge anyone who has ever uttered the words, really, do you drink craft beer? I challenge those people with, with a challenge of my own. Really? Really? Has, has your drinking affected your personal relationships? Yeah? Or your work? Uh, yeah, has it affected your, your work? work? Yeah. Your performance at work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>
beer is really good, man. It definitely <laughs> it's really good. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's okay. Uh, <clears throat> it, it really is good. That it's deceptive, is what it is. That 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 that. that. I keep wanting going back into that. Uh, that color is fucking incredible. It's not fully red and it's not fully yellow. It's it's like a combination between the two. I'm gonna call it a rello. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or orange. Either works. <laughs> real orange beer here, yeah. guys. <laughs> This is a real average Joe fucking rating for this. We got an orange beer. <laughs> it tastes like an IPA, but it's not an IPA. Yeah. No, this is an IPA. This is an IPA to it feels boot. good on the mouth. <laughs> There's bubbles on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me drunk. <laughs> yeah. We usually go for the highest ABV possible at breweries. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh no, this is um this is a great fucking showcasing of brewing might by founders. Um for them to be able to make a claim to having a perfect balance between malt and hop and then following through with this is a fucking incredible showing for them. And um I think they fucking nailed the shit out of this. They definitely did. It's an IPA, but it's fucking super malty and it's just like a marriage of both styles. And I can't be mad at it at all. I'm ready to rate this. It feels a little bit spicy. Okay. All right. Is it just me? <laughs> Not a full-on spice. It's like a hint. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it kind of like sits on the on the palate for um, mid to like ending of the beer. Yep. I I feel it too. I wanna like I wanna just like pull this like completely out of my ass and just say like I get like the that touch of coriander from like mid to like ending palette mm. on its exit. Um I kind of feel like that's what I'm getting here. <clears throat> you ready to rate this? Yes. I'm gonna be rating this as an IPA. That's what's like so strange to me. Is um I, I need to find this a place as an IPA. I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this on the claim that it was a perfect balance between hops and malt. In the IPA category, um, this is perfectly balanced between uh, those two ingredients. Uh, I'm gonna give Founders a seven point five here. It's a seven point two ABV. They could have gotten a little bit bigger on the ABV, and that that definitely would have jumped my rating a bit more. Um, fuck. Uh, I, I feel like uh, the hop is still a little bit overpowering, um, but it's an IPA. Uh, I, otherwise, they would have said it's a red, but it's a perfect balance of hops and malts. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to stick with my 7.5. Uh, this is a fucking awesome beer. Um, I, I would fucking pick up a fucking 12-pack of this for sure. It's, yeah, it's a, a crowd pleaser. It's a 7.5 for me as well. I do enjoy that maltiness coming from it. That the hoppiness is a little resinous for my liking, but it's just kind of rounds off at the end with that malty sweetness. So it's definitely a good beer. Uh, 7.5 for me. Super cool, man. Yeah. Man, so 
we just had this experience of people coming out of the fucking woodwork and like telling us how we should be running this fucking podcast. And I ran into an older friend who reminded me of Legoland. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Holy shit. Legoland. Legoland. <laughs> and how we used to visit Legoland every weekend. And <laughs> no you know, shit. This was man. around the time I first like came into fruition, I guess. And people were just going to Legoland. <laughs> oh my god! So we usurped this term for our benefit. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it was because precisely, um, because of someone that had said that they felt like they were made of Legos. That was me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah <okay. laughs> that was you. <laughs> I w- was made of Legos, and we were walking on lava. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that was gold. <laughs> that was a fucking that was like a fucking like a uh 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 what is it called when like a bunch of like uh re- religiously pious folk uh travel to the promised land was that a, a pilgrimage yes dude that was a fucking Definitely pilgrimage, pilgrimage <laughs> manhood or stupidity <laughs> not sure which yet I've achieved neither. Um. <laughs> it was a, it was, a uh, it was definitely a, a very defining moment in our young um, adulthood. Yes, it was. young adulthood. <laughs> uh, it was like fucking a coming of age moment, right? <laughs> so, for our listeners, Legoland was a term we used to describe getting high. That's right, fucking smoking, smoking the ganja. <laughs> yes, smoking some dubs. <laughs> So this friend of ours um, would listen to our conversations throughout the week when we were still in school. And we would always talk about going to Legoland on the weekend. That's right. And and Legoland (laughs) was also available to us every weekend uh, because of the fact that my next door neighbor was my dealer. Yeah, he he was uh, reselling tickets to Legoland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh this guy uh this guy had gotten kicked out of his house but um he moved into his garage <laughs> convenient <laughs> and um i i want to i want to say that like maybe a lot of dealers like journey through life follows like a similar pattern right sure <laughs> and um yeah this guy moved into his garage where he had the liberty of uh, having a fucking black light and like a big fucking weed fucking banner. Yeah. <laughs> and um it was the shit. It was legit as fuck because I got to walk over to my next door neighbor, uh, his garage, and uh I'd say, "Hey, what's up, man?" He said, "Hey, what what's up? What's going on?" Uh well, just, you know, I'm trying to fucking pick up. I don't got any cash right now, but oh yeah, don't even trip. Yeah, just get me later, man. You want what do you want? A nickel, a dime bag? damn here you go just choose whichever one you want he'd like he'd package them and because he was like such a fucking noob at this he'd just be stuffing these little fucking like baggies he goes i guess i have to fill these up (laughs) (laughs) he was he didn't have like a fucking like a a scale or anything right (laughs) it was just him like shoving shitty weed with like stems and seeds like some like fucking real uh like some real stress that's that's what it was Mm -hmm. it's been so long that i forgot do you guys remember that do you remember stress guys (laughs) it's a fucking long time ago yeah i deal with it in traffic every fucking day (laughs) (laughs) 
And then there was like the step up of like fucking Pretendo. And then there was like Chronic. Chronic was the shit back then. <laughs> yeah, that fucking forget about mm-hmm. it. That was the business. You were fucking like, you're a real G if you got some <laughs> fucking Chronic. And then, I mean, Kush took over and then here we are nowadays. But, you know, just for you fucking youngins out there, uh, we definitely fucking bought weed in $5 sacks <laughs> that were like lumpy and bulky and full of seeds and sticks. And we were happy about From it. sketchy ass <laughs> motherfucker next door. <laughs> so back to Legoland. Anthropos had the privilege of having this experience before I did. But the following day came to me and goes, you have to fucking try this, dude. You have to. Oh, my <laughs> God. I just got my mind blown. <laughs> it was incredible. And uh, so I tried it. We were behind the school. Smoking out of an apple. That's right. And we smoked. We both smoked. We got pretty fucking toasty. And I remember either you or the dealer taking a bite out of the apple. That was the dealer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the dealer took a bite out of the apple. And on our way home, it was a pretty long distance home. We would usually walk home around that time we were smoking. <laughs> uh, for, for the purpose of this recording, I'm going to refer to the dealer as... Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. Nice. I think that's fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus walks maybe five blocks with us and then goes, all right, later, guys. Boom. And bounces and leaves us on our own. This is my first time and your second time. I'm he just fucking remember it. legit leaves us on our own fucking journey. Yes. Like you usually like when you're here and like in in like a new realm you have this fucking shaman right like a shaman figure kind of guiding you through i thought this. that's what he was when i first smoked which is why i smoked i was like okay this guy he knows what he's doing right he's younger than we are and stupider than we are but he knows what he's doing right <laughs> yeah this dude was like two years younger than us yep. and fucking getting us on game yep <laughs> and he just fucking bounces and just leaves us fucking lost and bewildered in this fucking jungle of the mind. A walk that would normally take an hour took us about eight that day. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the light escaping us. Yes. We got out of fucking school fucking, what, mid-afternoon. Right. And uh, by the time this was all over and done with, it was nighttime. Night had fallen on mm-hmm. us. By the time like we recognized each other. <laughs> it's incredible. Jesus. So we're walking through this area, this like graveled area. <clears throat> and Anthropos goes, man, how long have we been walking? <laughs> Doesn't it feel like we're walking on lava? <laughs> Burst into laughter. Just keep walking through the fucking magma field. <laughs> and I look over to him. I was like, hey, man, did, my body is. It feels like it's segmented. That's right. Like it's made out of Legos. <laughs> Precisely. Yes. And just laughter. Just holy shit. This is the stupidest fucking thing in the fucking world. Of course, this is our first time experiencing being high. So we're trying to describe what we're feeling to each other. <laughs> as we're mess. As we're walking <laughs> through this like fucking forest. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a local park. Yeah. <laughs> which turned into like a fucking like forest of mysticism to yeah. us. <laughs> we definitely had a fucking uh experience there. So after I zipped up my pants, um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, since then it's been called Legoland. Because right. I was laughing and like talking shit that I felt like my body was in pieces and everything could feel it itself and I can feel the segments of my body like if I were not a Lego man figure but just Lego bricks <laughs> made into the man you see before you today. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. So we would go to Legoland every weekend That's after right. that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's a really fucking dude. That's that's a throwback right there. I had completely forgotten about fucking Legoland. Me too. Um, and in addition to this, uh, obviously that wasn't our, our only vice in these time in the, in these in that moment in our life. Uh, we also uh, did our fair share of underage drinking, right? Because we just so happened to have a fucking liquor store that sold to underage. What's up, Mike? Uh, what's up, Mike? He just <laughs> fucking walk in there, and that was the code word. What's up, Mike? And he knew that you knew. And uh, if you were, uh, it was a drive-through liquor store too. Yep, uh, it was a drive-through that was located in Almani. Man, I'm not worried about like putting this on blast because uh, obviously they're not there anymore. Long gone. I wonder why they're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up you, it was better if you were in a car because then you could just go ahead and uh stash away the fucking bruise in your trunk and that's what he preferred to you he would advise you as such as such and i don't know if his real name was mike but hey it worked that's that was the code that was the code word um but um because of this we not only had legoland but we also had disneyland yep and that was because our friend anakin said that um when we imbibed it was the happiest place on earth <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna credit him on that one i didn't know i forgot that came from him yeah i'm gonna no credit shit. him on that one yeah <laughs> because uh he he definitely out of all of us he really did seem to like really get into the spirit mm. of the happiest place on earth i feel like all of us were like a bunch of like dumb fucks for sure like you know acting like idiots but my memories of him were just like a jolly fucking drunk, like a like a really jolly fucking drunkard. It was fucking. It was it was amazing to watch this man in action, because um, he just he, he was just in like the full spirit of it. He definitely was. <laughs> he looked like a fucking Irishman at his fucking birthday party or something. Just like, ah, lads, we gotta get together and fucking drink, and we all have drinks and let's party. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness um <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna share something else from our friend anakin and uh this is uh this is classic this is something that we still reference to um fuck uh i don't know 10 12 years after the fact it was um <laughs> our friend anakin had a custom of over drinking and uh, he would go from fucking Disneyland to fucking puking his fucking brains out. Um, every every night we got together for this. And um, just one of these evenings, it dawned on him his fucking mistake. He, he started noticing a pattern 
of um, of these weekends. He, you know, we'd be out, we'd be having fun, and then all of a sudden he'd find himself fucking puking his guts out. Yeah. And um, as a rational individual, he was able to fucking come to a conclusion, and it was um, it was him holding a fucking palm to a wall. You know, like pretty much holding on to the earth as it fucking rotated at 18,000 miles an hour and looking up at us, wiping fucking puke off of his face and saying, I ate too much. (laughs) (laughs) I ate too much. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he probably did eat a lot and then drink a lot. But <laughs> oh my goodness! And ever since, ever since then, that's always been my rationalization. Uh, you know, you're fucking. You go anywhere to like a fucking uh, Friday, Saturday night. You're driving through a fucking like uh, neighborhood, and you see some fucking poor fucking schmuck. <laughs> you just look at him, and he's fucking. You know, he's just. You know, sitting in a fucking pile of his own puke and just like, oh man, poor guy. He just fucking, he just <laughs> ate too much. Poor man. If he just would have known better, he just wouldn't have eaten so much. <laughs> <laughs> We've used it several times when we're drunk as well. Puking our guts out. <laughs> fucking just completely fucking blitzed out of our mind. And we still look up at each other and going, I ate too much. <laughs> By the way, I'm so fucking glad that like we've uh, uh again can, i'm gonna speak for myself i don't know when's the last time uh you had one of his experiences but I- i'm just so glad that we've moved on from that you know like yeah that was like a fucking thing like it was just like a given that if you were gonna be drinking it was mm-hmm. an if then if you were drinking then you would be puking at the end of the night right it was a given I'm just so fucking glad that we've moved on from that. Yeah. Like, that's... (laughs) Shit, okay. Mm. (laughs) How recent. (laughs) I don't think I puked, but I was definitely, definitely not there. Shit-faced? Okay. (laughs) I was... I ate too much. All right. But I didn't throw up because of eating. Uh, It was definitely a blackout night. Okay. Talk to me about that. At a stranger's party. And... um, (laughs) I was there with a friend and ran into a sister's friend. Or a friend's a sister's sister. friend? A friend's sister. A I'm friend's sorry. sister, okay. Ran into a friend's sister and I was chatting her up and we were good rapport. And then supposedly I proposed to her, but... Oh my God, I, fuck. I like how you just breezed past that one. Uh, I don't remember it, so it didn't really happen. <laughs> but that's the story. The reports say... That I was stupid fucking drunk, and I ended up proposing to her, and she agreed. Oh, shit. Okay. But she was drunk as well, so it doesn't really count. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's so I'm engaged, guys. I'm engaged. Hey, congratulations, yeah. Ozymandias. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, Ozymandias, and unscrupulous unknown woman. Right. <laughs> I thought I was past the, like, get blackout drunk phase, but apparently not. This was not too long ago. I mean, I'll forgive that. I'll forgive. I'll forgive the blackout drunk. Um, I think I think at this point of yeah. our lives, I think what I cannot forgive is, like, the 
like not knowing your limits, not knowing your personal limits, oh. and then just over imbibing to the point where you no longer have any fucking control over your facilities. Like to the point where people need to fucking take care of you, to the point where you fucking pass out, to the point where you're fucking, uh, you know, just a fucking dead weight. You're a sack of meat. Okay, now apparently I was still up and active and hey, being, there you go. making a fool of myself. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so, a better yeah. alternative. <laughs> the one where like fucking the lights are on but nobody's home. Well, yeah, and you you allow your subconscious mind to take the driver's seat. So I know my limits. I know how much I can drink. I know where. The point is where it should stop, right? But pussy and oh, okay. I, I see. I see your point. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just like, hey, like you have a vagina. I <laughs> want vagina. What a coincidence! And then the 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 owner of the vagina said, "Hey, let's take some shots." And I said, "Okay." Of course you did. Yeah, that's what you do when an owner of a vagina that you are. Right. Uh, seeking yeah I, I was already to the point where i had decided i'm only gonna drink a couple beers and i'm out like i'm done i'm done for the night like i've i've been drinking for a couple hours now and then this is the point where i'm just trying to like fucking equalize yeah and then she walks into the room and i threw out the out that fucking window yeah for sure and had shots with her the rest of the night fucking hell yeah She's very, she's very fucking attractive. I, I don't regret what I did. I just regret that it didn't work, and I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could have gone wrong with that plan? Right? It sounds like everything was, you know, going swimmingly. <laughs> uh, there are reports that she was into it as well. So, I'll make you feel better about it. Yeah, definitely. It should. I think so. Yeah. Uh, regardless of the fact whether she was like there or not and yeah she was a boyfriend just, yeah it was um <laughs> regardless, regardless of that fact <laughs> long time long time boyfriend um <laughs> sister of a really good friend yeah <laughs> just kind of okay I'm, I'm gonna allow you to continue to stack these um you know fucking um uh post-conversation uh vital pieces yeah that really paints a picture best friend of the friend i was there with <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the friend i went with was her friend's birthday party and i was trying to hook up with the birthday girl um that was your initial intent that was my intent when that, that didn't was work there. huh then when and then when that didn't work i guess that's what right? happened i don't right. know i just i remember seeing her walk into the room and i'm like mm, just like yeah, then that I'm one. Go, that one. I'm then go with her. I'm gonna go with her because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because vagina. Because vagina. <laughs> because there's a voice inside every male's head that says, "Do it, vagina. Fuck her. Just fuck her." I, I would say that you can credit many of man's achievements to that exact reasoning, right? Because vagina. Of course. <laughs> I could like I could picture fucking Julius Caesar standing at the fucking top of these fucking of, of these like fucking imposing staircases and then just you know friends countrymen lend me your ears vagina owners <laughs> <laughs> owners of the vagine <laughs> we do these things not because they are easy but because vagina 
<laughs> That's John F. Kennedy. That's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> we don't let us make all this vagina. <laughs> do it. No, I do it now because vagina. Do it. Put the vagina <laughs> in the helicopter. Get it on chopper. Get on the chopper. Did that really sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know if it does or not. You can't do the Arnold voice. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do you it. Can't, you I can't, can't do, do it. it. <laughs> <clears throat> because vagina. Because vagina. Absolutely. And it's fucking powerful fucking <laughs> driving force. I think your mom coined this. What's oh shit? <laughs> and it's something that stuck with me throughout my whole fucking life. It's nice like, in Spanish, right? It's the pelos de concha jalan más fuerte que mil caballos. Que cien caballos. Cien caballos. Yeah, right. Which yeah. is uh, fucking vaginal hair. Well, I mean, in literal translation, sure, it'd be hairs of a conch. Uh, pull, uh, pull more strongly. Pull with more force. Yes. than than a hundred horses. horses. Yeah. Yeah. Hairs of a conch pull more pull with more force. And I don't horses. I don't think anything in my life has ever been more true because I've <laughs> fallen victim to this plenty of fucking times in my life. Nice. And despite my fucking hyper rationality and myself <laughs> thinking that I'm this like fucking grand intellectual and beyond my biology. And then vagina and I'm like, oh. Oh, oh well, there's that. <laughs> Everything out the door. All Absolutely. my efforts go here. Yes. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that like fire was discovered because of vagina. Because the, the wheel was invented because of vagina. I'm going to say fire because they're probably in the cave and he couldn't see it. So it was like, I need a way to fucking see that inside the cave away from these fucking tigers and bears and all these fucking animals trying to fucking eat us. So I need lights. In the fucking cave so I can see the vagina. I, I see your point and I raise you this. Go ahead. She was just cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like trying to get it in and then she's just like, uh, uh, and she's like, you know, shivering. Fuck, and, I need to warm this bitch yeah, up too. Fucking hey, goddamn, I gotta make this bitch warm up. <laughs> she could <can> fucking <laughs> give it up. You see your point? <laughs> and I'll raise you this point. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> she was hungry. Yeah. But she didn't know what to eat. Yeah. So he goes, fuck, I'm just going to start the fucking fire first. And then you decide, you decide why I start the fucking fire. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you some ideas, but whatever. Yeah. You want to say a squirrel? Hey, babe. How, how about, how, how about we eat a tortoise tonight? No. Saber, saber tooth squirrel? No. Okay. And he's just working on the fucking fire. <laughs> It was just like a matter of frustration. It's just him holding a bundle of sticks, mm -hmm. not being able to get any. Like, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was just a sexually frustrated caveman. Uh -huh. <laughs> there was this like bundle of sticks on the ground, and he, he was frustrated. He threw his fucking spear at the wall of the cave and it sparked and lit the fucking fire <laughs> like, fucking bitch I don't care if it's your time of the month <laughs> she has a fucking headache <laughs> and the spear was a flint and it sparked and Dude, all of these theories should be considered by the fucking scientific community here I think so because too because vagina because vagina that is the, pres the fucking premise 
of 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 like of our fucking early uh, man theory. That's the theory of why men achieve anything, why men work so fucking hard to fucking create these fucking monoliths to humanity for power. Why? For vagina. That's right. Skyscrapers. Yes. Uh, the atomic bomb. Yes. Fucking uh, eighteen wheelers. Yep. Um, AR-15s. Yep. Uh, uh, fucking, what are those couches that are shaped like an L? What are those things called? Couches that are shaped like an L. Yeah. I want to say louches, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer that name to them. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, what the fuck is Love seats? No, no, those are the two seater ones, right? Um, Louches. <laughs> oh fuck! I know that they were called like fainting couches or some shit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Chaise lounges. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chaise lounges, dude. So. I overheard this fucking conversation between this fucking guy and his fucking girlfriend, I guess. Oh, fuck. Okay. At fucking uh, Stater Brothers or some fucking store where I was getting some manly shit from. Like steaks <laughs> and uh, lubricant for whatever. Um, <laughs> that could go either way. Like, it could be for sex or like <laughs> like machinery. Either of them are manly. Steaks? Oh, no. The lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> machinery. <laughs> yeah this, so the conversation went along the lines of the fucking chick goes and i looked around hoping i would find a baby wipe in my car and i didn't and then the guy responds fuck that's so crazy <laughs> that's it that's 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 the whole conversation that was it like the conversation stopped and they just looked forward and they ended up paying whatever they were gonna pay at the register oh no and i'm sitting there just shaking my head like (laughs) jesus christ dude that was the most uninteresting fucking story whatever the fuck she was saying whatever the the fuck she was talking about there's a culmination of her story right right it was the fact that she couldn't find a baby wipe yeah and he and 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 he you know, replied in kind with astonishment. Because she's the most interesting person in the world right now. Of course. It just sounds like a man who has yet to tap it. Because vagina. Because vagina. Because vagina. <laughs> and what stupid shit men go through, uh, like listening to fucking like these mundane fucking stories, such as the one I just presented, and efforts to try to put your penis in her. <laughs> and i'm sure i've done this I'm, I'm sure i'm a victim of this that's kind of why i stayed a little quiet yeah there. i'm just like trying to find out exactly how many times i've been victim of this I circumstance mean, of witnessing me no no because i'm i can recount a couple <laughs> of you witnessing me i have certainly fucking ridiculous i have certainly witnessed you just trying to put my dick in something oh my god oh god yeah i've seen I, I've seen some of those. Uh, I'm not. I'm not proud for you on some of those, as as it should be, right? Yeah, or you can I, understand where I'm coming from by saying that. But you not being proud. Yeah, it was a little. I guess, but with the same at the with like I don't know. 
You've done this too. With an understanding, though, I I do. I have witnessed you go through this, uh-huh. but also you know from a from a point of understanding. I understand why it's happening, mm. so I, I give you uh, I give you the reason. Okay, but it's still mildly humiliating to see another man go through that. Oh, definitely, it's ugly. <laughs> it's fucking ugly, and you're ashamed for them. Yes, totally. Yeah, which is what happened at Stater Brothers. I was ashamed. For this guy that I don't fucking know. <laughs> right? Because I, I know why you're doing that. I know why you're pretending that she's interesting. But she's fucking not, dude. I can tell you, like, she's not. Clearly. She was looking for a baby wipe, wipe and didn't find one. Wow. Yeah. What a great fucking story. I was on the edge of my fucking seat hoping she found the fucking baby wipe. <laughs> That's probably, like, the fucking greatest calamity that she's encountered in, like, the last week. Yeah, other than her boss being a bitch or some shit. Oh shit! Because the fucking that chick at fucking work, she's a fucking bitch and she doesn't know how to fucking do her job and like whatever, you know, all that, all that other bullshit. It sounds like you've, uh, uh, it sounds like you've shared a conversation with every woman I've dated. (laughs) There's always some bitch at work, dude. It's always some fucking boss that's a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. So I was that fucking one baby wipe you can't find. Jesus Christ. Oh, my fucking God. Save me. Help me. Really? Like, just uh, have you ever seen that one? Have you ever just like seen the look on a man's face, too? Of just like save me from this conversation. She's about halfway through telling him about her day. Uh, because she asked first and he had a very simple response. Good. You no. Know, a, a, a very, yeah. It was okay. It was good. It was a good day. I was worried. It was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She- well, mine was. <laughs> and and you remember that bitch I told you about? I fucking remember Casey. Which one? Whatever. Casey, remember Casey? A fucking. I always confuse Casey with Stacy. Who's Casey? But then when I I, I told you about Casey, yeah. fucking three days ago. How do you not remember? I always confuse them, and I always get the wrong one. I always think she's talking about fucking Casey. When she's right. Talking about Stacy exactly and how could i no dude casey's her boss and stacy's her co-worker that she gets along with but fights with sometimes about lunch <laughs> about where they're gonna go to lunch and who they're gonna go to lunch with oh my goodness oh, no just that look of that man's face <laughs> of just like fuck i i still got like fucking a solid four minutes of this shit please somebody fucking anything uh, lightning strike this person please <laughs> strike me it's a little bit more of that yeah it's just fucking kill me now i mean what it is i i was staring at her ass while i was in line and i almost wanted to butt in saying fuck that's crazy you know if i had a baby wipe in your car <laughs> <laughs> or, or don't worry girl i got some baby wipes <laughs> you know that's really sad that you couldn't find any baby wipes I just really wish that I could have been there to do something about it. There it is. <laughs> Empathy, right? Empathy That's- and also planting the seed of if I was there, I would have been able to take care of it oh. for you. I yeah. would have been a provider of baby Weasel wipes. your way in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that guy at work, her work husband. That's oh, what fuck. you do. You weasel your way in like the work husband. There you go. Oh, yeah. oh what's what's wrong with your boyfriend? And go, you're going to complain oh, about your he boyfriend? He doesn't deserve Her husband? He does not deserve you. He deserved to be treated better. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Fucking bitch ass man, dude. Yeah, I really wish I could find someone like you. I'd, I'd know how to treat them. <laughs> That's the name uh, of the game. Oh, fucking dumbass doesn't know they're gonna be. He's gonna be bored by their conversations in a week. Uh there's there's a good one, and it's a uh, very short and sweet in Spanish. Uh it's no sabe lo que se lleva. Uh-huh. It's very simple. It's he he doesn't know what he's taking. That's what it is. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No sabe lo que se lleva. <laughs> oh man, boring conversations. I I just <sighs> how many times have I fucking sat through a boring conversation? Just nodded and agreed with her <laughs> because I was like, yeah, just just show me your vagina. Just 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 <laughs> I just want to see it. I just want to see just it. Wanna see it. Just, just nod and smile and say that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my god, uh, these uh this, this this creature, this creature, the woman, is just a fucking mind of its own. It definitely uh, is on a level of its own. You could be fucking. You could be two fingers deep in this fucking woman, <laughs> and then she'll still be asking you if like you want to be friends or you want to make you want to be something more serious. And like, yeah, dude, two fingers deep, and it's like, <laughs> so what are we? Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> what? Like friends, I guess. We're just friends. Friends do this sometimes. <laughs> and you can feel her vagina just closing up when you're saying friends. <laughs> We're just <laughs> friends. <laughs> it's like, dude, I mean, I just met your your whole family. <laughs> <laughs> so friends right (laughs) (laughs) just interesting creatures uh you know i hear you talking about boring conversations i really hope that our listeners not are not uh feeling the same way right now. no one's bored we're entertaining fucks (laughs) let's go ahead and move on to our second beer of the lineup fuck it and uh please tell us what we're having here oz we are drinking tropical hazy inescapable uh this is escape is Frutile from Alesmith Brewing Company and Lakewood Brewing Company. This is a cal- Fuck yeah. collaboration. This is a collaboration between Alesmith and Lakewood. This is a Hazy India Pale Ale. <coughs> Let's see. I hope I don't fuck this up. <laughs> Everything is bigger in Texas. Is vagina bigger in Texas? I would have to imagine so because if the logic is correct, then dicks are bigger in Texas. Which would make vaginas bigger as well. Fuck. <laughs> I'm never going to Texas. <laughs> Everything is bigger in Texas. Which is why we decided to partner up with Lakewood Brewing Company to brew this hazy IPA bursting with huge notes of fruit flavor. You can't get away from the juicy hints of citrus, mango, pineapple, and banana. Ooh, banana. Banana, interesting. Yeah. Brought out by... Motika, Sabro, and Citra Hops. In this tropical melody, if it doesn't... Oh, I fucked that up. The cadence is way <laughs> off. Like, I'm not fucking up on the words anymore. I'm just fucking up on the cadence of the fucking sentence. You know they have, like, periods and capital letters to I, I never write with fucking punctuation, bro. Oh, my it's God. It's all either all caps or I just finished everything all dot, dot, dot. Oh, my God. Ellipses? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that doesn't get you the creamy mouthfeel and smooth finish 
will secure your decision to stock up on this beer while it lasts. While it lasts! <laughs> Cheers! Uh, I completely understand why you'd want to stay away from Texas. You want to stay away from all those big dicks, for sure. <laughs> I'm for sure. I just I don't want to feel inadequate around big vaginas. Ready? All right, let's do it, man. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Fucking a! Oh my god! Oh no 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 no! Oh okay! Oh my! Fuck, dude! Half of it all over me. Half of this fucking beer is all over me. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! All right, I smell it. No fucking way! Holy shit! I smell it. Banana bread. You smell that? Banana you smell the bread. banana? Holy fuck! What in the world? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's that's interesting. I've never smelled a beer that smells like this. And I did want to mention, I've never actually experienced, uh, I don't know that I've knownly experienced uh, Motika and Sabro or Sabro hops. I don't know that I've ever come across a beer that has those um, those uh, strains of hops. Uh, but this is certainly creating a fucking really interesting um, aromatic. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be in a 7.0 ABV. That's right. And this is um, fucking most definitely fucking hazy. Uh, looking like some fucking OJ. Um, goddamn. I can't, I can't wait to see what the fuck we got here. All right. Uh, yeah, just a um, real big frothy head. It really is. A nice hazy look to it. Um, I could see a lot of sediment in here as well. Uh, I'm seeing it just kind of like make its way to the bottom of the glass. Uh, super fucking hazy. A uh, little bit of like a darker yellowish look to the beer. And a very, very, very slight metallic uh, hint touches uh, the nose on um, on first sniff. And that kind of opens up to like a fucking juiciness. I smell banana, but it's more distinctly like a ripe banana. It's more distinctly like an artificial banana. Is that what you're getting? I'm getting more like Laffy Taffy banana than actual banana. It's funky. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like a little bit funky. This is fucking cool, dude. I've actually bum, never bum, fucking bum, encountered it. Bum, <laughs> Bum, 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 I was going bum. more for Hendrix, bro. <laughs> okay, that's your rendition of bum, Hendrix. Bum, 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 bum. That's all I got. <laughs> I butchered it. Never mind. I wasn't going for Hendrix. <laughs> you sound like an old woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. thought that was that pretty was, fucking good. That was actually. good. That was good. <laughs> How's your Alex Jones? <laughs> My Alex Jones, I, I need to brush up on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of me that comes through on the Alex Jones. Yeah. But I think you've got it nailed down. Yeah. I like your Alex Jones for sure. It was hurtful. It hurt my fucking throat. Yeah, same here. I'm still fucking yeah. recovering, actually. <laughs> Look out for the Alex Jones versus Alex Jones 
episode on our patreon <laughs> yes that's fucking content wars which is a bonus episode that's going to be available to our patrons yes so, uh, i really hope that you appreciate it we fucking exhausted our vocal cords in order to fucking create that um and if you're if you're familiar with alex jones work uh then you'll certainly be able to appreciate it yes <laughs> oh my goodness so <laughs> And then, and then, and and, 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 and George Soros is a, 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 yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So a lot of definitely a lot of fucking funky notes that I'm getting off of the notes uh, here. Um, I just really want to fucking taste this, see what the hell's going on here. I have no idea what's going on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right, real juicy. Mm -hmm. All right, so this has got like a fucking undertone of funk, which is very fucking unique to any of the. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) it's very fucking unique to any of the other fucking hazies that we've had here. Um, so as you, um, if you've been following from the beginning, um, you know, we opened up with this podcast talking a lot of shit on the fucking haze craze and I have now fucking succumb. I have now fucking seen the haze and, um, I, 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 I hate to fucking report to you guys. I mean, I'm still a fucking, I'm still a stout imported guys through and through, but I've seen the haze. And, and I am a fucking predicator of haze. And this is unlike any fucking other hazy beer that I've ever had. This is super fucking funky. It's really interesting. This gives me like kind of like Belgian notes. And I want to say that it's because of the goddamn banana. And the sediment that I saw in it kind of leads me to think that there was some yeast in here that they're not telling us about. Uh, certainly whatever hop variety that they used is, um, contributing to this fucking, uh, sweet, funky, um, fruity, juicy, uh, overtones that we're getting, but the sediment kind of, it's a little hint that there's a little bit of like a Belgian touch going on to this fucking hazy IPA. I could definitely see that. I think the bitterness from, from coming from the hops is opening up with like a, not too ripe banana and then it's finishing off with a really ripe banana you're kind of transitioning your palate from uh uh, ripeness in a banana it's like going from a really green to a really yellow brownish banana yeah definitely it's very fucking interesting um like you said laffy taffy but i'm way off okay you can definitely fucking like um the creaminess offers almost that same texture as a banana for sure for sure um uh, uh, a lot of fucking hazies don't really go for that either mm-hmm. uh the mouthfeel is fucking really unique um it, it definitely has this like creaminess that would make me believe that there'd be a touch of lactose in here but they don't mention that at all so i'm just gonna go ahead and give it to them maybe there's no lactose in here and they've still achieved that mouthfeel i'm guessing it's a banana it's coming in as a velvety uh feel to it, it it's 
just really smooth, really mellow, just velvety, laced with some hops here and there. It's very interesting. The hops isn't offensive either. No. Um, it's like very fucking mild. Um, you certainly get the presence. Um, but the the hot presence that you get opens up with a super fucking tropical. Um, I'm gonna call it like a ripe stone fruit, stone mm. fruit kind of deal. Um, everything's ripe about this. Um, even the the banana, like I, when I'm sipping it, I can totally fucking see the like speckled brown spots all over it on the peel. Like yep. it, it's it's funky. That's like the only really the only real word that I have for this. This is a really fucking interesting brew. Um, I wouldn't call this refreshing. And and I'm not saying that in a bad way either. Um, just some of these have kind of uh, lent themselves to like session. And even though this comes in at 7%, I, I wouldn't say that this is something that I can actually kick back two, three, four of. Uh, this is just like a, kind of like a, like a dessert, kind of like a treat. Yeah. And it's really unlike, I've, I don't think I've ever called an IPA dessert-like. Yeah, fuck. What the fuck is that shit called? When it's like banana and then like whipped cream and like fucking Nilla wafers? You know what the fuck I'm talking about? It's like banana pudding. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting fucking banana pudding out of this shit. Banana, whipped cream, and wafers? Yeah, it's like Nilla wafers. Oh, those Nilla wafers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you get the banana and whipped cream thing from. I, I get banana pudding from here. And th that's really fucking nuts. Super tropical, ripe, stone fruity, and with like huge um, banana pudding overtones. Mm. Really, really dessert like for me. The creaminess kind of lean, definitely leans towards that. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a ripe banana here. I, as you were talking about the fucking brown spots on the peel, I fucking just pictured that as I was fucking tasting it. It's fucking incredible. No it's shit. definitely a bright, bright banana. Just like right on the precipice of turning too brown for enjoyment. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely fucking see that. That's crazy. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. This is dope. Um, Really unlike any other fucking hazy IPA that yeah. we've ever featured here. It is a little starchy, too. I think that's what's offering that like lactose feel to it. It's just okay, that lightly starchy kind of. It's not light bodied. It's kind of medium bodied here. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. It is a very medium body. It's very consistent with like that seven percent. Uh, the carbonation is um. Uh, I want to say like a medium carbonation, mm -hmm. and um, that's also adding to the creaminess of this. Definitely, uh, this is super fucking uh, cool. Uh, again, not something that I would really fucking pick up, um, you know, a lot of, but uh, certainly a really fucking cool beer. Uh, I highly recommend this to anyone that's super fucking into the haze craze because you're in for something that's gonna fucking knock your fucking socks off. This is cool as fuck. And I'm going to give this a 7.5 okay. as well. Just in that like hazy, fruity IPA style. Yeah. 7.5. It's not something too incredible. The banana's there. Uh, I'm not picking up much on the mango notes, nor the pineapple. But that banana is really prominent here. 
And even then, by saying prominent, it's just, it's not overwhelming the beer either. Um, 7.5 for me. I'm going to go with the 7.5. I would really like to grade this higher, um, but that would come with a little bit more on the ABV. And um, I, I, I feel like it, it could certainly do with a little bit more of the tropical side of the flavor profile. Right. And um, like if we could make this a bit brighter, and maybe that's not what Ale Smith and Lakewood were going for either. Maybe they kind of wanted to get away from anything that might um, might have them end up bulked in into like just like one of these like regular just uh, any old hazy kind of yep. deal. Um, so, I, I, you know, I'm going to bump my rating up to an eight just because of how unique this is. Uh, this isn't necessarily an eight in hazy. Um, this is an eight because of uh, how unique the flavor profile that they've been able to achieve is. Uh, certainly a fucking awesome treat. Uh, any fans of the fucking hazy IPA style, you got to get your hands on this. This is fucking um, uh a really fucking special flavor profile. Seven point five for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna bump this up to an eight, man. Cool. Oh man, dude, did What's you hear up? that Kobe died? <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I did. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing either. That he was a true, uh, true hero. True you know, hero. He 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 managed to put this ball into a net. Yeah, through a couple men. Yeah, nice. Who nice. also trained to stop him from putting that ball into a net. So this is already opening uh, opening up to like a lot of animosity. I like Kobe, and, and that's why I love it. I like I like Kobe. <laughs> Let's talk about this. He, Fuck it. <laughs> he was a fucking very vital part of my fucking childhood. Like this guy was playing basketball twenty years. That's a third of my fucking life, dude. No shit. Yeah. He was everywhere a third, for a third of two my thirds. Fu- two thirds of my life. I'm sorry. Yeah. A two thirds of my life. I've seen this man being idolized by everybody around me. No shit, man. Like, there's no way to not to dismiss the idea of him being important. Right, right. For sure. But also <laughs> like But also he plays fucking basketball a sport. Yeah. yeah. He's a professional athlete. Uh, I think uh, I think a lot of people draw a lot of inspiration from this individual because of the work ethic that went into it. Um, obviously, okay. a fucking super incredibly talented individual that uh, redefined the sport. Definitely. Um, but I, I'd say a lot of people really draw on his uh, commitment and will and effort. Don't I mean? Um, don't get me wrong. I completely see that. His professionalism. Crazy work ethic for sure. And like he's known for his work ethic and like. That's what's proliferated, and that's what people talk about him. It's like incredible work ethic, incredible fucking professional. He was in the gym before anybody else, and left after everyone. That's he was right. still training. He's that, that guy, right? Yeah, he's that guy. But also, this is coming from lazy ass people who have never accomplished anything in their fucking life. <laughs> Admiring the work ethic of someone who outshined everybody, coming from people that haven't done shit with their lives. It's hard to take you serious when you're talking about someone's work ethic and you get up at fucking 12 in the afternoon 
living at home with your mom <laughs> Dude. and your baby mama and three of your fucking fuck. kids. Oh my god. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You can't talk about fucking work ethic if you're living with your fucking parents and your fucking baby mama who you fucking refuse to get married to because you're afraid of commitment. And, <laughs> but you have fucking three kids with her. Like shut the fuck up. No. It doesn't fucking work that way. <laughs> you can't admire someone for their work ethic when you're not willing to work on yourself first. Okay, that's that. That's fair. That's <clears> fair. <throat> um, I'm also gonna. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to fucking come to the running to the defense of any of these people. Okay. Because I don't identify with any of those markers. I don't either. But um, I will. I will say this. Um, this is a quote, and I'm gonna totally butcher this. It's a quote from Aristotle. And um, it's uh, something along these lines. It's, um, um, you know, something like uh, craft your life to um, like, like kind of like, like do your best to live by the writings of other men so that you might come easily what other men have labored hard for. And, right. And, and it's I, like I like that thought. I standing like that. on the shoulders of giants. Exactly. That's an Isaac right? Newton quote. Yes. It's if I have seen farther, it is because I'm I have stood on, on the shoulders, shoulders of, of giants. giants. Yeah. And it's about like it's about drawing inspiration and motivation from individuals who have uh succeeded and done and accomplished uh a lot. For sure. And um doing so in a way where you've become inspired because of their hard work that they've toiled for. Um, I also like see exactly where that fails in your example, because these are a lot of, uh, people that are, uh, not self-starters, a lot of failure to launch, uh, individuals and, um, a lot of people, um, it's not even like a case of circumstance. It's more of a case of like just, um, individual willpower and I, I'm going to fucking fucking, I'm just going to leave it there. Individual willpower. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's people that just like the idea of things and don't necessarily like the thing itself. Okay, so they're 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 in love with the idea of being in love. Uh, they like the idea of working hard and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, but they're not willing to do it themselves. They'll preach about it for sure. They'll preach about it to you. They'll post it on their fucking Instagram. This fucking race to Instagram from everybody who found out about fucking Kobe's dying and how. He inspired their lives to be better. They're so fucking full of shit. No one's living up to. <laughs> no one's living up to this man. Who? No shit. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody who's pretending to be inspired by him has accomplished half of what he's accomplished in their fucking lives. Like, stop fucking lying to yourself. I realize that you're drawing this. You're fucking presenting this narrative to the fucking world. Uh, but it's not working. You're not lying to anybody. You're lying to yourself. Thinking that you've drawn inspiration from his work ethic, you haven't. You're you're on Instagram posting a picture of him and his daughter, and comparing them to you and your daughter, who you have with someone who you don't really fucking care about. It just happenstance. You accidentally impregnated somebody and didn't want to pay for the fucking abortion, so now you have a fucking fuck trophy that you have to fucking take care of, and you want to pretend you're a good fucking parent on Instagram, so you post a picture <laughs> of fucking Kobe and his daughter and his fucking work ethic and his parenting and try to compare draw a parallel to yours, which is non-fucking existent. Stop trying to fucking draw this parallel. You are not fucking Kobe Bryant. You're not African-American. You're not a fucking multi-billionaire. <laughs> you're not Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that's probably one of the greatest rants um, from Mazumandias, uh in the course of this podcast. Um, I, I I can't help but agree with you, man. Uh, through and through, um, it, it it does usually like whenever you have like one of these passings, uh, unfortunate passings from talented individuals, um, you just you cannot escape the fucking mass, um, just social media fucking purging of uh people who want to make you believe that they've crafted their lives um you know in in any way shape or form to what these individuals aspired for and accomplished you can't escape that and um i mean i i get it there's a lot of people that like really truly mourned it uh you said it yourself uh this individual whether i mean i'm not a fan of basketball and um i knew about him i knew about him every goddamn day of course um you hear about him it's a, it's just um uh, it's a, a really fucking prominent figure in pop culture uh anytime you fucking throw a crumpled piece of paper to a fucking waste bin you cannot af- you could not escape this gentleman's name and um i get it a lot of people are mourning it a lot of people are fans um, but once you try to craft this narrative and try to bullshit yourself and other people that you're kind of trying to live some to like some kind of standard where it would hold a light to this, it just falls really, really short of the mark and makes you look like a fucking like like an attention whore, like a fucking uh, like a wannabe. That's exactly what it is. Like this this race <laughs> to social media to post about Kobe granted people this like fucking make-believe social status right everyone wants to post about kobe even though they really didn't fucking care about kobe yeah i, I fucking i do yeah, some of them cared enough to buy his jersey you know that's probably yeah there's the also the people that were selling his jerseys the day of his fucking death <laughs> oh no way for thousands of dollars online because they were autographed by him oh shit yeah <laughs> of course of course, that's a fucking thing that yeah. happened. <laughs> oh There's my all God. these fucking Shameless. companies doing like, oh, this is our Kobe edition of our roast beef. Come and buy it. Like, shut dude. Jesus fucking Christ. You got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> <sighs> just the fucking, just jumping on the opportunity to fucking market, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I respect that a little bit more. Here's our Kobe beef. Yeah. Ah, get it? Yeah. Get it. <laughs> we went through the process of getting it into a helicopter and crashing it. <laughs> oh, no. And you could really get the smoky notes from, no. from the wreckage. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's <laughs> not where I was going with this. <laughs> I respect that a little bit more. The whole marketing end of it, the whole. Like do I have, you? I do more than trying to craft a narrative that you lived up to this standard. Okay, I respect it a little bit more. It's a little bit more honest, and 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 um, is it though? It's not. It's it's not honest. They're still selling you a narrative that this is in in fucking memoriam to yeah, him, and yeah. it's not. It's just like oh shit, marketing opportunity. Yeah, like all these fucking like social media gurus are fucking like desperate to find some content to post on their fucking page. So it's like, oh shit, it's Kobe today. I'm gonna post about Kobe. Yeah. I'm gonna pay a tribute to Kobe and fucking I'm gonna sell my fucking e-cigarettes. Uh, I'm gonna paint them purple and yellow today. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like bullshit I, I think for me it's a little bit more of a of an honest uh approach because of the fact that marketing is so fucking transparent nowadays if for sure if you care to pay attention if you're not some fucking like dullard if you're not some fucking mouth breathing uh dumb motherfucking like head full of bricks uh dickhead consumer american consumer then you've already seen well past all of these fucking facades and you know what the fuck it is when the fuck they're trying to fucking put all of these commercials that are targeted to fucking uh you know uh just uh strike you emotionally or um fucking subjectively so if you're paying attention then you are already well equipped equipped to look past that fucking ploy so to me that's a little bit more honest i could see past it and um i see what you're getting at and i see what you're doing for a lot of these other people that are trying to craft this narrative i feel like it's dishonest because primarily it's dishonest with themselves because they have bullshit um if they've managed to bullshit a few fucking people on their feed that is quite a feat but i think the greatest and most astounding fucking um uh deception is to themselves to the very own person that's where i feel the dishonesty lies they fooled themselves yeah um I think primarily marketing like this, stunts like this work on stupid people uh, who really can't see past the more memoriam side of it. And it's it's kind of fucking sad. Like, you want to talk about that being honest? It's not because they're not marketing to people who can see past it. They're marketing to people who are fucking stupid enough to buy into the idea of a company caring about people and a company actually caring about kobe bryant or whatever the fuck it is his death his family it's fucking complete fucking nonsense it's all one in the same creating crafting a fucking narrative on instagram about you modeling modeling your life after this person or selling an item that is uh has his image superimposed on it is one in the same they're all they're both fucking bullshit no one's fuck well a lot of people are buying it unfortunately if you posted if you if you would have posted a picture of kobe Bryant the day of i'm sure we we would have gotten a lot more likes on instagram that day damn it yeah and a lot more exposure i should have gotten like a fucking purple and gold beer fucking sacrilege to not fucking (laughs) like a picture of kobe Bryant that day for (laughs) sure and if you talk shit about him dying then like you looked at this fucking asshole because everybody in los angeles loved kobe Bryant. I guess, I guess. Um, uh, and not taking anything away from him. It's just taking away from yeah, the stupid absolutely. fucking idiots who are trying to pawn, his, pawn off like they're fucking, like, pawn this off as if it's their life they're living in. Like if it really afflicted them, it's like, no, you're trying to get social brownie points here. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> um, I do challenge, I do challenge the view of like the dishonesty um, being the, uh, similar to like individuals. Uh, marketing compared to individuals Mm -hmm. because um i really seriously doubt that if you were to truly get to the bottom of any marketing firm any public relations team that any fucking uh company has um i i I think it uh it'd be scarce to find any kind of honesty within those people i think that they're very fully self-aware of what their place is in the economy and what their worth is to a fucking company and it is all on playing on our emotions, 
um, on our subjectivity, on our preferences. Um, that's all they do. So uh, I think that um, I think that honesty is scarce to find inside of a fucking marketing uh, office. Um, with that said, mm. I would like to announce that we have added a new tier to our Patreon. <laughs> and if you contribute at the $240 level, we're going to go ahead and give you uh, 24 beers. And uh, we're going to ship those 24 beers to you in eight days. And um, this is just our uh, honest uh, approach to honoring the legend that was Kobe Bryant. So uh, we're looking for those $240 contributors. Uh, really pay your respects this way. This is a way that you could show that you are a real supporter and build some credibility to the fact that you have lived your life to this standard. So uh, we'll look out for those Patreon contributions. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> shameless. Shameless. It's dishonest to the people that buy into it. Yes. It's dishonest to the people who are too stupid to realize what the fuck they're being shilled. Yes. Um. Because they 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 truly believe that this company cares about this person, um. But the reality of it is they don't. They care about their fucking shareholders. They care about the board. They care about money. The bottom line. The fucking money. bottom line. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it's. I think it's. Mm, mm, not always as dishonest, but it's dishonest to the people that buy into it. And you're playing on their stupidity. You're counting on them not realizing what the fuck you're doing. Everyone else can see through it, but the people that don't will be out there fucking buying jerseys from this company from Wish because they were the Lakers brand. It's fucking bullshit. Right, right. Uh, it is. Um, I'll, I'll just. Um, I'll lightly touch on um, the events. Uh, again, I'm not a fan of basketball. Um, when I was a kid, I was exposed to a lot of this shit, a lot of Lakers shit. Um, you know, a lot of fucking, uh, a lot of our friends, and just it was it was pop culture. Yeah. And um, I, I will say that again, like I said at the top of this segment, uh, this is a gentleman who did craft and redefine um a whole fucking sport and um it really is unfortunate um how he went out uh very young i believe he was uh 40 some odd 42 i think some shit like that 41 uh and uh the fact that he went down with his daughter too like uh, that's uh uh I, I, discussing it um when that happened discussing it with friends and family uh, just really did fucking build a knot in my throat to imagine the fucking angst um, that those last seconds came with, you know? And um, it's, uh, it's, it's super, super unfortunate. Um, absolutely fucking lost a legend in the sports and uh, condolences to his family and uh, condolences to, like, any fans, any people that really did um, support the Lakers team and uh, Kobe and himself. Um, but just don't, just don't try to fucking bullshit yourself <laughs> and say that you're fucking living life like him, man, or that you, um, that, you know, that you're trying to do anything uh, to the fucking same 
level. Um, there's a lot of people that fucking aim for that on a day to day basis, and um, you're not one of them. <laughs> Breaking fucking news. You're not one of them. Neither am I. Fuck it, man. But you I'm know not what? fucking out there pretending that I'm fucking. I have the Kobe Bryant work ethic. I'm just. I'm gonna take the opportunity. I'm gonna challenge people. I'm gonna challenge people to fucking actually do it. Dude, that was the cause of his death. Was his fucking work ethic? Was no like, hey, Kobe, sir, Mister Bryant, uh, the weather is bad. We're not allowed to fly right now. And I'm pretty sure the conversation went along the lines of, "I'm motherfucking Kobe Bryant. <laughs> You're gonna fucking fly that helicopter right now, sir. Uh, it's really cloudy and windy and uh, really bad weather conditions." Uh, technically we're not allowed to fly, but I mean, how do you say no to fucking Kobe Bryant? So the pilot goes, oh, I think I could request a special, uh, um, permission from the tower to let us fly. But let, let me check. Uh, uh, three awful mic requesting special permission to fly Kobe Bryant <laughs> to, to, uh, to Albany airport. Did that motherfucker say Kobe Bryant? <laughs> shit shit okay just just do it dude it's fucking kobe <laughs> he's gonna talk shit about this fucking airport and we're all gonna get fucking fired <laughs> and do you what the fuck do we do just just give him permission okay okay just, uh, um three off mark you're all clear to for takeoff <laughs> and they fucking take off into fucking bad weather <sighs> i'll <clears throat> take it as an opportunity I'll take it as an opportunity to challenge people to absolutely live up to that. If it's something that is, <laughs> yeah, dude, if, if it's something that's um, like truly inspired you, if it's something, if this gentleman truly inspired you, um, then I challenge you. I challenge you to actually live um, up to this fucking gentleman's, um, you know, mindset. Uh, get the fuck, get, get out and go out and do it. Um, fucking put, all of your fucking force and effort just uh, do it. it yeah for sure there you go <laughs> some fucking inspiration um brought to you made in china right yes. that's what we called it um with uh cornelius maximus i believe that inspiration was inspiration made in china inspiration made in china just do it get out there live up to your potential it's a challenge guys prove us wrong it's definitely a fucking challenge stop fucking lying to yourselves no one's buying this fucking shit you're trying to fucking chill about you're modeling your life after them and just because you happen to have a daughter you're you're an equal to kobe bryant if you truly are then then do something incredible whatever the fuck you're doing if you're fucking uh, i don't know i don't know if you're working at fucking target be the best fucking target employee have everybody at fucking Target saying your fucking name as they're shooting shit into the trash can because you're probably throwing out trash anyway. Um, <laughs> be your best self. That's right. Yeah. yeah. If you're a I trash guess. thrower, be, be the, the best, best tra- trash thrower yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. And I, I mean, I'm full of shit as well because I don't take my own advice. I can tell you, like, go fucking, go do it. Go stop fucking talking about it. Go action, speak louder than words and all those fucking stupid aphorisms that don't mean shit because <laughs> nobody takes their own fucking advice. But 
I, I suppose so. And uh, I'm going to draw a very weak parallel. Um, for the longest time, this exact project was something that we just talked talked about. Of course. This was a fucking drunken dream. This was a pipe dream. This um, is something that we just fucking, uh, you know, wished would happen. And then one day it, we just made it happen. And here we are, 29 episodes into it. Um, we don't really, uh, I mean, to, to be completely fucking honest. We're better um, than you. <laughs> uh, we don't have like fucking masses following us. Uh, yet still we are motivated to come in um, every fucking, you know, every fucking week and record and put this out there because this is what we want to do. This is a fucking dream. And then we are taking the fucking steps to fucking make it our reality. And um, yeah, just definitely, I couldn't have said it better than you, Ozymandias. That was um, all you. Just fucking do it, man. We have that Mamba mentality for this podcast. <laughs> we're getting that. There you uh, go. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever it is that you fucking uh, so wish and desire, just fucking get out there and get fucking to it. It's going to cost <laughs> you some time. It's going to cost you some effort. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. It's all going to be worth it because you're going to be able to say as much. And fuck, fuck everybody who's fucking going to be talking shit about, um, you know, whatever it is you're doing. You're going to have a lot of those. Yeah, fuck Ozymandias talking <laughs> shit on the podcast about how you're pretending to be someone you're not. Fuck Dude, prove me. him wrong. Prove him wrong, yeah. everyone. Hmm. <laughs> All you fucking four listeners out there, <laughs> prove him wrong. <laughs> let's move on to the fucking third beer of the liner, brother. All right, let's do that. Alrighty, so we're going to go ahead and go right into our third beer of the lineup. And this is going to be, um, it seems to be in the same series. It is yet another collaboration between Aylesmith Brewing Company. And this time they have paired with Beachwood Brewing. Uh, Beachwood is located over here on the coastal cities. I, I believe that they have three locations over here in the coastal side of um California. Uh these guys have a Huntington Beach location. Uh they have a fucking uh shit uh I think like a Gardena location and another one in who knows fucking where. Uh but these guys are uh super prolific out here on the coast on the west coast and uh, they've done some awesome shit and I'm really excited to see what the fuck they do with Ale Smith Brewing Company. So we have from them the Boom Crash Hoppera. This is an Australian style sparkling ale. And uh, let's read a little off the can here. It says, an ode to the Aussie hops that contribute to this unique imperial sparkling sparkling ale. By the way, I don't know what the fuck a sparkling ale is. Um, never had a sparkling ale. We haven't had one on the show and just never experienced a sparkling ale. So I don't know what the fuck I'm in for here. When you said Aussie hops, I was hoping it would be O Z Z Y. Uh, it says here Boom Crash Hopera was brewed in collaboration with our SoCal compatriots at Beachwood Brewing, highlighted by English malts and a bonzer of Summer Galaxy and Vic's Secret hop varietals. Drink in the juicy notes of pear, passion fruit, and pineapple in this ripper of a beer. I can't help but notice that there's like Bonzer and Ripper, and I kind of feel like that's got a little something to do with like Aussie slang. So, oh, 
Yeah. So for our like Australian listeners, uh, we're gonna get a taste of your fucking neck of the woods, guys. Good day, mate. Yeah, be, he's putting Put a shrimp, shrimp on the, the barbie. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's see what we got. Oh, we'll catch a brew today, mate. Uh, this is terrible. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. This terrible. thing comes in at a fucking nine percent. Oh, yeah. So uh, when I heard sparkling ale, I thought it was gonna be like a seltzer, fucking but shitty. light. Yeah, seltzer. But uh, no, that's a nine percent or so. Let's see what the fuck we got, man. Oh yeah. Ooh, it smells delicious. Oh my goodness. All right. Ooh, uh, look at this fucking color on this, man. Beautiful color. Um a lot of sense uh sentiment. <laughs> a, uh-huh. lot of, <laughs> a lot of sentiment here as well. Uh we're going to definitely make sure to showcase that uh when we do post this on the Instagram. Uh a lot of sentiment uh much like we had with the uh, escapist brutile um this is it's gorgeous uh, it's got a little bit of a similar color to it this is not what i expected when i read sparkling ale um a really really big frothy foamy head here um it comes off like a like a a greenish yellowish tinge on the head and uh this is um this is really interesting i could tell that there's like a awesome hot variety here uh, we see the sediment from whatever yeast has been used for this still left unfiltered. And uh, right here on the can, it says unique tropical hopperatic. So don't really know what I am to expect from a sparkling ale. Um, but it really looks like they're going hop forward on it. I'm probably going to be more inclined to grade this as an IPA, but hey. Yeah, it. probably. Uh, here goes nothing, man. Let's see what we got. Cheers. Cheers, brother. what the fuck yeah that's interesting so it wants to be a barley wine real funky too but in its its own complete uh different sense um so i'm getting a lot of malt sweetness on the nose it's like a really light, uh, like a really light caramel, um, bready sweetness that I'm getting on the nose, and the taste uh, follows, but in a really interesting way. All right, so a very sturdy mac, uh, a, a very sturdy malt backbone here. And um, absolutely, hops is a fucking is is a driving force in this beer. Um, it's really, really hard to fucking pinpoint what's going on here. It's a very dry finish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the this fucking retention on this head is incredible. It's still fucking frothy and just lacing. I can't fucking put my finger on this fucking beer, dude. For sure. 
very hoppy and at the same time not. <sighs> what the fuck? Well, I think Founders uh, found itself a challenger in the perfect balance of hops and malt here uh, with the sparkling ale. Um, much like the Centennial that we had at the top of the uh, at the top of the episode, uh, this thing starts off with a hot punch, and it ends in like a really quite uh, really quick uh, dry finish. But the mid palate has so much to offer. That hop resin uh, sticks with you throughout, and as far as uh, flavor profile i really really couldn't tell you um what the fuck is happening here um it's got um i believe they mentioned pear and passion fruit and pineapple and i'm really really having to kind of look for those flavors here i think maybe the one that i might be more inclined to say that i'm experiencing is a little bit of that pear funk um pear has a very very distinct sweetness and flavor profile that's a bit funky um you know a lot of a lot of fruits uh have this kind of characteristic where um you get a a, a lot of um aroma from it and the sweetness that i'm getting here is definitely a bit fruity but it's definitely really hard to put my finger excuse me my finger on it's very interesting. I'm getting more pineapple than pear. Okay. It's it's very very complex. So it's not right it up is. front. You you definitely do have to look for the flavor. Uh, it, it's hoppy up front. It's it's malty, but as opposed to the the founders that we had earlier, this is a dry finish and it's not rounding off malty. The founders did round off sweet. This is just very dry and crisp at the end. And I'm I'm getting a lot of pineapple. I'm not getting pear. I'm getting uh, what other what other fruit is in this? It says Ugh. pear, passion fruit, and pineapple on the can. Mm, passion fruit. I want to say it's like a very very unique flavor, and I don't know that I feel it in this can. Uh, I I I would I would absolutely have to look for it. Um, I haven't had to look too far for the pineapple. Um, there's like absolutely like a like a ripe pineapple sweetness to it. Um, I don't get a lot of that citric punch from a pineapple, but certainly a bit of a syrupy sweetness that's reminiscent of uh, ripe pineapple. It's really fucking resinous. It is. Yeah. I can't. I can't get past that like hop that resin from the hops to actually experience any other flavor here which is why we're kind of digging for a flavor right it's just it's overwhelming the palate um i i feel like i'm experiencing this beer on like very different regions of my tongue at the same time um usually like it's either sweet or it's salty or it's bitter but not all at once in every fucking like every aspect hitting at once it's what the fuck is this this is certainly a very complex um uh hop forward beer um i think that kind of goes towards what they're uh offering it as 
Um, I cer- I certainly have no fucking idea what the fuck a sparkling ale is. Um, but I'm gonna be more inclined to call this a double IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, this this really really leads like a double IPA. Um, super hop forward. Um, very resinous. Um, the fruit flavors that I'm experiencing is gonna be like a like a funky pear at the top, and then like a syrupy pineapple towards the mid palate. And a super fucking dry, quick finish towards the end, with a sturdy, uh, sturdy malt backbone throughout. Um, really, really complex. I don't know what the hell's going on here, but I like it. I, I can really uh, respect this beer. Um, I really just wish that I could. Uh, <laughs> I really wish I could figure out what the hell it is that's going on here. Maybe what the hell they were going for too. I don't know. I, I can't say I like this. Mm-mm. This is definitely getting fucking great really fucking low for me. It's wow. it, uh I've grown to appreciate hoppy beers and IPAs, double IPAs and things of that sort, but this is I don't know. It, it feels like it's taking from the IPA, taking influence from it, but there's something there that I can't really call out. That's not complementing the that hoppiness. It's more just making that bitterness really prolific throughout the fucking beer, and it, it's almost on the lines of fucking taking battery acid. <laughs> Jesus, all right, that bad? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh fuck yes, okay. Um, so because I'm so fucking curious as to what the fuck is going on here yeah um i just looked this up on beer advocate okay um this is ranked in style of american imperial ipa okay so um uh double or imperial it um it goes interchangeably so i'm just so fucking good man i'm so fucking good (laughs) yeah but you should also look up the sparkly nails yeah i really do i really do need to know what the fuck is going on traditionally australian style beer no shit, man. I I have no I like idea. What quickly the fuck that glance is. at uh, sparkling nails, and it says, uh, like that style is brewed in Australia specifically. And, yeah, and it's taking some influence from like the IPAs and stuff. So, I guess Beer Advocate is right. Maybe they're brewing in that same style, that double IPA, Imperial IPA stuff, but sparkling ale specifically australian i'm 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 certainly gonna have to look a little bit more into this sparkling ale category yeah um the but to me it it really just it's like it's like um if you call it sparkling ale i'm gonna call it a double ipa or an imperial it's uh kilometers to miles it's uh Mm. you know i'm gonna no, I'm going to say it's not that. I'm going to say it's more uh, brandy to cognac okay. type of thing, where it's just specific to that region. Okay. You know, uh, tequila to mezcal. Okay. Uh, that typical style. Whiskey to bourbon. Whiskey to bourbon. All right. Yeah. All right. So m- maybe this fucking style is Australian, but it's also a double IPA style, American no IPA. Shit. Okay. But, I like that right okay that's super interesting that's really interesting 
Oh man. Um yeah. Sparkling uh, cider to champagne. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and follow suit. I'm gonna I'm gonna grade this in the in the IPA category. Um strictly like we've said before, doesn't matter if it's an imperial or a double or a triple or whatever or barrel aged or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We're just sticking to the basics here. It's an IPA or a stout or a porter or an ale or a lager or a pilsner. Um, and, um, you know, all the many other variants that fucking fall into basic beer categories. I'm going to grade this as an IPA. I'm going to go ahead and give this. Uh, I'm going to grade this, this as an ale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as shit. But if I'm grading it as an IPA, the, the, the grading is going to go up. Okay, um, I, I'm certainly <coughs> gonna just go ahead and grade this as as an IPA. Do um, you, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I'm gonna grade this as an IPA. Um, I'm gonna say that this is um a very interesting imperial IPA. Uh, this is uh really sticky, really resinous. Um, it, it certainly fucking it certainly um lives up to what I would expect from uh double or imperial ipa at nine percent it's nothing to fucking scoff at and um the flavor profile is so complex that it's making me it's making it difficult to really put a finger on what's going on but i i really respect the varietal of hops that's happening here the resin and the sweet stickiness to it the malt backbone is really what's holding all of that together I'm going to give this an eight in the IPA category. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm getting something different from this, not necessarily fruit. Uh, and the reason it's getting harder and harder to like distinguish where that sweetness is coming from. It's because it's kind of reminiscent of a barley wine. Like the first thing You're I said, ripping bro. The first thing I said when I tried this was like, oh, this kind of have, has like those barley wine, like kind of bitter, sweet style. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but fuck, fuck, fuck if I know anything about fucking craft beers. <laughs> I mean, just, just go with your yeah. gut, man. Yeah. That's, you, you seem to have like a fucking a wealth of resources there. My mind? Thank <laughs> you. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a wealth of resources at your disposal. There, it feels like a barley wine light. Um, that's really fucking cool, man. Right? Like that's a really cool categorization. <laughs> a barley wine light. I see where you're going with it. I I can see where like your train of thought would follow you through that. And um, yeah, dude, take it away. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued. That that's essentially it. There's no more. There's no more depth to that. It's just it. The feel of it, the taste of it, the smell of it has this like, um, this fermented sweetness to it, and that's definitely coming from the fruit. Like, uh, you have this like fermentation coming through, uh, which is probably coming from this fucking like the yeast, the, yeast, the sediment, the sediment at the bottom, um. You get that, some that that flavor that that the distinct sweetness of fermentation. You get that from that uh that Mexican style, Latino style, like pineapple, 
with Piloncillo and all that shit. I forget what the fuck it's called. Uh, Ponche? Is that Ponche? No, where you like ferment the pineapple with Piloncillo and yeast and like some other shit. And you create kind of like a moonshine. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Tejuino. Tejuino. It's like cane sugar. Right. Uh, Cane sugar and um, fermentation, basically. Exactly. That's what I'm getting from this. It's that like fermented sweetness. Fucking tejuino, bro. Damn, ain't nobody talking about tejuino. I know. (laughs) Damn for your beaner as a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's moonshine, bro. It's it's refreshing. Just not distilled. It's it's moonshine light. (laughs) Moonshine light. Yeah. For sure, like, like super unrefined, um, sugary right. fermentation. Holy shit! Okay, goddamn, I'm I'm following you, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm listening. I'm buying. I'm biting. Like the more I'm going through this beer, it, I'm getting less hops. It's like de- developing more in my palate. You're not getting that fucking hop punch up front anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what I'm getting. It's just that like that fermented sweetness. Yeah. Uh. So it's kind of reminiscent of a barley wine for some reason. Barley wines don't usually tip, typically don't use fruit. They use fucking uh, what the fuck do they use to fucking ferment? They they I mean they usually like uh in terms of flavor profile they're like typically gonna be a little bit more of like a toffee or burnt sugar, um a right. little bit of like darker bready like super super bready, um malty uh treats. Um, yeah, this one. Uh, this one is sticky though. This one it is, is sticky. It's it's um it's uh shy of cloy. It's like a bit shy of being too sweet. Uh and and that's I'm not fucking taking anything away from the beer. I'm obviously rating it as an eight. It's a high fucking rating for me. Um, but it is really sweet and the sweetness and the hop stick on your palate the whole way through mm-hmm. through the mid palate to the close. I'm going to give this a 7.5. If we're grading in an IPA category, it's going to be a 7.5. I think that's a really fair rating, man. Uh, because of the fermentation sweetness coming through. Um, it, it looks like they were striving for a balance between like malty and hoppy. But the hops completely overpowered this, for sure. And then you have that sweetness that's not really malty. It's more of a fermentation. all right well i feel i feel that this beer has left us in confusion Mm -hmm. as to what the fuck an ipa is really um it it really does seem like this is categorized as such and um we've gone through um something hazy uh something funky something we can't really put our finger on and i want to go to something that i haven't fucking tried in approximately i want to i want to give it about like six years okay um i just want to go ahead and and with your permission i just want to go ahead and fucking jump into the fourth yes let's let's do what i want you have my permission (laughs) i I see how you did that there we're gonna do what you want But trying to play it off like it's my idea. Let's do this. I like it. A for effort. <laughs> oh, 
book, and that's the last time I try that. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's go ahead and jump into the fucking fourth fucking beer of the lineup, Fuck, man. Let me finish this one. <laughs> All right, here goes. All righty, brother. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the fourth one in the lineup. And uh, this is a very special treat, man. I really wish that I had uh, its partner to accompany it. But from Russian River Brewing Company, we're going to have the Blind Pig. Uh, so I haven't had this beer in about six years. And the last time I had it, I was working with Craft Beer Kings. And I was uh, privileged to be able to secure a bottle of this and a bottle of Pliny the Elder, which is world-renowned. Uh, it ranked number one in IPA category for a while. Okay. And um, to me personally, I felt like the Blind Pig was a better uh, offering. I mean, um, you didn't share either one with us, so. <laughs> I, I did That's cool, know. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, um, here we have it, and uh, we're sharing it today. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to get plenty in, um, you know, but we'll have to look forward to that one. For now, let's see what we got with uh, Blind Pig from Russian River Brewing Company. I'm going to read a little bit off of the label here. It says, Blind Pig is a prohibition era term for a speakeasy. Our very first brewery was named Blind Pig Brewing Company which was located in Temecula, California. I had no fucking idea they That's started. not too far from here. Yeah, no shit. I had no idea they started off in Temecula. Um, now they're in Santa Rosa, uh, which is uh, kind of like Central Coast. And it says, It was here that we first fell in love with IPAs and hops. Our Blind Pig IPA is generously hopped with hints of citrus, woody notes, and a lingering bitterness. Keep refrigerated and consume fresh to best enjoy this beer's intense hop character. So I feel like we're not doing it justice. Um, this thing released a couple of months ago, and I'm barely having us uh, have it now. I was looking for the right um, lineup to feature an awesome hop forward IPA like this. And um, fuck it. Let's just fucking get into it, man. Let's see what we got. Here we go. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, let's pour this motherfucker. I'm so fucking excited to have this, man. Um, You know, just, just before we get any, like, uh, any tell from the nose or anything from the taste... I just want to say, I haven't had this in six years. I've had a fuckload of beers in six years. We've had a fuckload of beers in six years. Yeah. And um, from what I remember, this was an incredible fucking IPA. There's nothing special about this except for the fact that it is highly sought after. Is it? Except for the fact that this is one of those beers that gets sold one per customer no shit yes and you have two i do ah i do it was because dick did you suck bro? <laughs> no it was just because my twin uh stepped back into the store 
And they just they, they couldn't refute it. So <laughs> it's as simple as that. Dude, I've known you third um twenty eight years. Twenty five so, years. Yeah, just about. I didn't know you had a twin. Yeah. Well, neither did they. Okay. They didn't count on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm oh, I'm shit. super fucking excited to have this. This is just a fucking regular ass IPA, man. <laughs> and let's go ahead and grade this, um, you know, just as a regular ass yeah, IPA. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> fucking let's just do it that. Uh cheers, brother. Cheers. Thank you, man. Thanks to your twin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Ooh, that smells nice. It's very All floral. Right. Floral, sprucey, piney. <sighs> right. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. A lot of bright tones mm-hmm. here. Um, I just want to fucking drink this, man. Let's fucking do it. I like it. This is refreshing after that fucking other fucking piece of shit we had just had <laughs> you created that as 7.5 did i <laughs> oh my <did>. bad <laughs> <laughs> so the blind isn't pig- the metric from five to ten <laughs> <laughs> the- i don't know what we're doing here we have no metric <laughs> <laughs> we need a fucking better way of rating these we <laughs> need a system you actually need a system <laughs> like you want us to be truly objective how the fuck does that work? Oh, fuck. Please teach me. Yeah. If any of you listening know how to be truly objective, having, I would love to fucking uh, pick your brain. Having a number five from big fucking big bad, big bad Baptist and saying, that's a stout, right? That's oh, my 8%, right? God. <laughs> On 8%. With the same breath telling me we need to develop a system because they're a connoisseur of craft beer. <laughs> I don't know that any of the big bad Baptists go under fucking ten percent, dude. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, this guy comes in at a very fucking humble six point two point five percent. Six and a quarter percent. Um, it's not imposing. It doesn't really ask much of you. All it asks for is for you to take it as an IPA. That's it. Six years ago, this was the fucking, this was the fucking pinnacle. Yeah. Right? Of this style. Uh, and, and maybe not this one, maybe Pliny. Um, but uh, this was, this is certainly held in the same regard. Um, again, I've had a lot of fucking beers since then. We've had a lot of beers since then. And there's a lot to try to compare it to. But if I'm sitting here and trying to fucking ask for an ipa if i'm standing at a fucking bar and i'm asking for an ipa and this is what i get i am certainly gonna be a fucking happy guy i want to be a dick and hate on this but i can't i really can't this is incredible this is an incredible beer um it's this is what i wanted delicious from stone to be no shit yeah I mean, the, that one's touted as like this really great IPA and all this bullshit, and it's named delicious. But no it, shit. Like, 
it's it, it's a little too hoppy, a little too bitter. But this is fucking beautiful. That you have hops up front, but it's not overwhelming the beer. It's it's light, it's refreshing, it's a fucking beautiful fucking IPA. Holy shit, I can see why people are after this. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> again, it doesn't demand a lot from you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you look for flavors. It, it it doesn't um it doesn't punch you in the mouth with fucking like super fucking um super uh I like uh, okay six years ago if you caught me talking about IPAs I would talk to fucking people who loved imperial or double IPAs I I I tell them just go fucking lick a pine tree <laughs> just go fucking lick the sap off of a pine tree that I I would say that because that like hot bitterness was so prominent in a lot of the fucking styles that were being offered in this category at the time this one doesn't do any of that it just kind of gives you a really well balanced um a really uh um humble malt backbone i like to talk about stiff mac a stiff malt backbones this one gives you a very humble malt backbone it gives you a very fucking uh, a prominent but not overpowering hump uh a hop profile and super light super refreshing super crisp and it it's just um it's a really fucking uh, i want to say a really mastered version of what you would expect out of an ipa <clears throat> this is truly fascinating because the way we've developed our palate is with all these variations of IPA. Right. We have the hazy, we have the fucking fruit, we have this, we have the juicy, we have blah, 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 <laughs> unfiltered, and blah, you know? <laughs> and now it's really fucking pleasant to have just an IPA. No shit. That is beautiful in its own right. Right. It's, it's very sweet. And it's very, like, delicately sweet. And that's come from that like very light multi backbone. Um God damn. I, I have wow. Wow. I, I dude, I'm, I'm fucking I'm speechless. I am without speech. I have nothing <laughs> to say. Um this is incredible. This is an incredible fucking beer. So way back when when I had this um for the first time. And this is exactly the second time I'm having this. Way back when, I had it compared to the Pliny. And um, I chose this over Pliny. And I chose this over Pliny because Pliny had a bit more of the resin on it. And it kind of sat more on the tongue. And at the time, I really wasn't primed to that flavor profile. Right. And uh, to me, this with a little bit more of that maltiness. Um, that malty sweetness and like that just it, it's just it's it's just a little bit well well balanced definitely is. that is what created for me my preference to this i i, I had both back to back and i said out of both this one is a what more balanced beer and i really wish we had the planning so that we could compare them side by side um but this is it's um i i think a masterful um representation of when you like nail uh a a beer style 
and then you like you also manage to like fucking balance it well enough um there's nothing really that overpowers the senses again nothing that you have to search for this is an ipa and this is a west coast ipa and um for me uh, a very honest uh a, a very honest inclusion into that category yeah man this is incredible um <clears throat> it's very light and refreshing it's very crisp and sweet it finishes off really fucking sweet i man i'm trying to find something to fucking shit on this for and i i can't i really can't it's it's very fucking sessionable it's fuck yeah hard to come by but it's fucking sessionable um, <laughs> You can definitely crush this. Fuck yeah. And your wallet would hate you, but, but <laughs> you could crush this kind yeah, of shit. Your palate will love you for it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, carbonation's on point. Uh, the color is um, uh, really light, a very, very light yellowish amber. Um, not even close to amber, I'd say. Just uh, like, a, uh, like a deep yellow, like a like a bright gold um god damn the beard doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't ask you for much no it it just allows you to enjoy it and i think that that's really where like the fucking pleasure from imbibing this fucking treat from russian river comes from a lot of the shit that they do um is highly sought after uh, there's lines that wrap around their building for releases and no shit and um i, I could see why this, this is yeah this is definitely a fucking beautiful fucking beer I, I i have nothing else more to say than that it's a beautiful fucking showcasing of an ipa yeah like again we've had all these variants and they're all doing their own thing in their own unique way but none of them have I think they've all forgotten what the IPA can can be. Yes. And this is it right here. Yeah. I I couldn't agree anymore. Yeah. This is the baseline that any brewery Oh man, that's like a really really high standard. It is. Like I'm like I feel really bad for <laughs> all of the breweries when I say this. No, fuck that. This they, is this is what they the should baseline. fucking hold themselves to. Like you like do this at least and then you create variants on top of this. Exactly. Don't create a variant and then try to replicate this afterwards. Right. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Again, this is what I wanted Delicious to be. And this is what every time I fucking buy Delicious, I'm hoping this is what I would get. And it's always just okay. And Stone does some great fucking things. And incredible. In its own things. fucking right. They do incredible things. But this is what I expected Delicious to be was fucking delicious god damn what are you rating this fuck all right in the ipa category um god damn uh, i'm gonna go uh a little under what six years ago me would have rated this uh now with my uh, develop palette towards ipas i'm gonna have to grade this as a very reasonable nine 
This is a nine in the IPA category. This is a solid baseline. The only way I could see this getting a little better was if I had it off of a goddamn tap. Beautiful, yeah. I would love to have this fresh from the goddamn fucking brewer. I would want to get this from Santa Rosa, California. Let's go to Santa Rosa. Let's do the goddamn thing. I'd want to get that fucking that tap pull and see that mug full fresh. <laughs> that is the only way that this could improve for me. <clears throat> I'm going to give this an 8.5. I feel like that's a very high rating for this. Especially at a 6.25. Exactly. What. Yeah. It's a great fucking showing of an IPA. It is lacking on the ABV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine what it tastes like off fucking tap. If it were off tap, maybe nine, maybe nine point five. No shit. All this, all the, all of this that we're experiencing here would be on a brighter end, and the carbonation would be um a a, a bit more fucking um effervescent. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm That's an IPA. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> be, imagine being introduced to IPAs this way. Yeah, not right? with an arrogant bastard. <laughs> right? No shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is our introduction to IPAs. <laughs> no shit. Like, Here, try this, bro. <laughs> sure. Oh fuck. What the fuck? <gasps> you just might as well punch me in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful fucking beer bro absolutely that shit's fucking classy it is that's like the classiest ipa mm-hmm. i've ever had um i just want to take this opportunity to say hey dude happy super bowl <laughs> Happy Super Bowl. <laughs> or is it Merry Super Bowl? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which is which. How does that work? I, I fucking love how we're like, we're like in the like <laughs> a- ending stages of episode 29. Yeah. And like any other fucking, um, <laughs> any other uh, person would have like completely surrounded this episode on Super Bowl. Oh, of course. Right? Like, it's a Super Bowl episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we just haven't even fucking mentioned it this no, whole time. Yeah. We watched the fucking game. We watched the end I mean, of it. I mean, briefly, yeah. yeah. We watched the end of it. We, we saw how it ended. Of course. But, like, we haven't made this about that at all. And then we're just ending with Merry Super Bowl. I fucking love that. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know there has to be a like politically correct term for super bowl right um well, hey it's happy cer- game day yeah exactly happy big game because i was gonna say it certainly isn't super bowl anything that is um titled it's titled super bowl is not the politically correct no, way of saying it it's all trademarks it, yeah it's trademarks so you're not allowed to say that you're supposed to say like the big game. Yeah. You're supposed to say like big big game big game day. Yeah. The the game. Happy big game. 
We've said Super Bowl plenty here. Get the fuck out of here. They ain't coming after Allegedly. us. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? Fucking next week, <laughs> we're going to be slapped with a million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> That's right, dude. Constellation Brewing is buying us for a billion. What's a million? Yeah. Chump change. We got all these fucking $240 fucking Patreons coming in. What's too. up? What's up? <laughs> Whenever oh, their man. credit card goes through, they can go, Kobe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll marry, marry, uh, marry Super Bowl to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a merry Super Bowl to you? I didn't plan my day around today. Oh fuck, that's terrible. That that could be bad news for you. I guess if I you just didn't. I don't know. I usually like I do try to do the like fucking the human thing, which is like, you know, you get together with family or some friends and watch the fucking game. Doesn't matter who the fuck is playing. It's about getting together and having some fucking food and right. all the bullshit we said about Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, all the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but easily dismissed. But like this whole fucking facade around advertisement, bro. Like we we just talked about these people fucking capitalizing on Kobe's death. Right. And like marketing firms and PR dishonesty. Right. Like complete dishonesty. Like they're they're trying to fucking trick you into thinking that the Super Bowl is a genuine thing that you should gather around your fam you should gather your family around. Like Yeah, and they've been successful at it. They have. They fucking truly have. And now I was again at Stater Brothers today and I don't think that the mic picked that up, by the way. I hope not. That derailed me completely. <laughs> you were at Stater Bros. Yes. <laughs> I just farted. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Stater Brothers today. Yeah. Picking up some fucking <laughs> steaks because I'm fucking a meat eater. Meater. I'm a meteor. <laughs> I'm a meat eater. <laughs> because I'm a meat eater and I was picking up some fucking usda choice fucking ribeyes yes from stater brothers because my fucking mexican market doesn't fucking offer usda choice they offer fucking diced up carne asada um diced up new york steak yeah that's subpar it really is (laughs) it's always like kind of like it has it always has that like tendon chopped in there too Uh, some bomb tacos though man Uh, yeah definitely (laughs) Um, and I'm walking around this fucking Stater Brothers. Everyone's like rushing into this place trying to get fucking pick up beer to watch the big game. There you go. They're fucking friends, and they're all wearing their like team jerseys and shit. It's like, hey, dude, you, you know they're not playing, right? But nobody yeah. gives a fuck because it's not about who's playing. It's about the fucking event, and it's become this like fucking social fucking parasite. Uh, where people revolve their entire day around this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. I fucking guess. I mean, even if you're not a fucking fan of it, you have to. You you got to know that supermarkets are going to be fucking just swamped. Yes. These places are going to be swamped. You got to know like everybody. Because somebody fucking plans ahead and they just fucking like <laughs> right. go the day of. Like, I'm sure they'll have beer. <laughs> 
I'm sure they have wings. I'm sure they have chips. Yes. I'm sure they have dip. <laughs> and then complain when they don't. It just made me feel stupid. Like this whole this whole idea of the Super Bowl and like getting together and like it made me feel stupid because I saw stupid people doing this. They're they're at the supermarket. They're getting fucking beer. They're getting fucking ready for this fucking Super Bowl. Paying fucking they're paying this surcharge on food and chips and soda and yeah, no fucking shit. meat and everything else. No there shit. is fucking marked up more than it's usually fucking marked no up. Shit. Yeah. And people are fucking paying just money, hands over fucking fist, and anthropos just fucking farted again. <laughs> so it made me feel fucking <laughs> stupid. It made me feel stupid for enjoying football. It made me feel stupid for oh my God. suspending my fucking disbelief. What what disbelief are you suspending here? That there's actually some sort of fucking competition, but there fucking isn't. It's all fucking there this, is there's this fucking what ruse fuck? of like fucking competition and these fucking gladiators that go out into the field and give it their all. And it's all just a fucking marketing ploy. They're just selling you fucking Pringles fucking disguised <laughs> in fucking Rick and Morty. <laughs> There was a Rick and Morty commercial. I know there was. That was fucking cool as fuck. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were selling. I, just, I don't either. <laughs> I just. I just know that there was a Rick and Morty commercial. Yeah, and I was happy about that. <laughs> God damn it! God, damn. dude. I would I would be fucking willing to refute your argument if I wasn't so happy about there being a commercial. <laughs> I would be willing to refute your argument if I knew what the commercial was about. Okay. I just know that it was about Rick and Morty and I was happy about it. It was it wasn't Rick and Morty. It was <laughs> a f- uh just a fucking gross display of what Rick and Morty is. It there was uh I think I mentioned this term not too long ago. Flanderism. Flanderism? Flanderism. Like Flanders from The Simpsons? Yes. Okay. So that's exactly how that's coined. It's Ned Flanders uh, was the neighbor, right? And then he became just the religious guy, the religious neighbor. Yeah. And that's what his character development was. It stopped being a human being, and he just became the Christian guy. Heidi ho, neighborino. That bullshit. Yeah. You know, that that's what a flanderism Super Christian. Is. That's what I expect from all Christians that I encounter. Highly ho, neighboring. Yeah. <laughs> so these very few like attributes of his character, of his personality are just pinpointed and they're fucking blown out of proportion. And this is what he's become. He, he's no longer just like Christian, happen to be Christian. He is a Christian neighbor. He is this like fucking morally righteous fucking person. He's become a caricature of himself. Right? So this whole Rick and Morty thing is just like... Anyway, back to to fucking the big game. Um, I'll tell you something that I noticed in the ads this year. There was um, a lot of ads clumped together they're all trying to create a narrative oh well no uh, it wasn't even about that it was like i saw old spice and kool-aid and mr clean and 
fucking like cup of noodles all in the same commercial and i gotta say what yeah dude i gotta say like i'm so fucking like uh, you know what a fucking congratulations to you guys you know why because before all of these motherfuckers were vying for a place in like the fucking in in the space in like a 15 to 30 second space in the Super Bowl ad commercial fucking and now they've lineup. All, they've all joined forces. Yeah, dude. I fucking, you know, I'm going to applaud them. I'm going to fucking say good job to you guys because all of you came together. You you saved a few dollars no. and all of you created a fucking commercial where all of your characters were involved and it, it made it a little bit like... um. Like we win a little bit? Uh, no, it was more like fucking everybody's in on it. And uh, you saved a few bucks. Yeah. I see what you're doing. I just, I, I don't like the fucking, the, the breaking of the fourth wall type of thing when they're doing it with these fucking commercials now. Okay. Like there's commercials within commercials and like fucking break, you have different brands in one fucking commercial and like they're all breaking the fourth wall and addressing the fucking audience and all this bullshit. I don't know. I like it. I think it's a little bit more honest. I think Is it? I think it's a little bit self-aware. I think they're a little bit self-aware about exactly where the fuck they about lie. About the bullshit they're and, fucking shilling? Exactly. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a little bit more like self-aware about it. And, um, you know, I, I think it's also like a kind of like a, a big middle finger to whoever the fuck decides that one second of airtime in the Super Bowl ads... Um, equates to this much money so socialism like like, that's what you're it's like, that's what you're that's what you're for it's like hundreds like, of thousands instead of, of one, dollars one company paying for it you have five companies paying for the fucking airtime yeah and they yeah. all get to participate in the yeah. same commercial why the fuck not fuck it yeah fuck Come socialism on. it's a big middle finger to like yeah, the whole fucking capitalism oh, and it's like oh we're super bowl commercials we charge a hundred thousand dollars, dude, per fucking fuck second. Super Bowl commercials. They released them you fucking know? two weeks prior to the fucking Super Bowl <laughs> because everyone's so fucking anxious about having a Super Bowl you commercial. Can find them on they YouTube. Shoot themselves in the fucking foot by releasing it fucking two weeks prior. That's a stupid. You're paying fucking five million dollars, whatever the fuck the cost of the fucking commercial is, and they're gonna release them two weeks prior. So by the time you fucking watch it on television during the fucking Super Bowl, when you're supposed to fucking watch them. Because that was it, right? People watch the Super Bowl for the commercials because they're such creative fucking endeavors and they're blowing people out of the fucking water with this, their fucking creativity. Bullshit. Sometimes, yeah. That people sometimes watch it's like, the Super Bowl for its commercials and so, now... They, sometimes it's weird like fucking um, like Puppy Monkey Baby. You know, remember that shit? Puppy Monkey Baby. Yeah. I don't Bobby even. Monkey, baby. I don't even remember what the fuck that was. Was that like Mountain Dew? Puppy monkey baby. Yeah, that shit. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Puppy was monkey, it Mount? Was it Mountain Dew? I have no I, idea. I don't know. I just remember that. Was it diapers? <laughs> there was diapers on was it, it for sure. Was it babies? It was. Were they selling babies? <laughs> I don't fucking know. It was a pug. With like a monkey body and like a diaper, I don't fucking know. But dude, okay, so like to Mountain me, it's Dew. just yeah, yeah, it was, it was Mountain Dew. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that because it, it fucking was worked. Such, then it, it fucking worked. A, a fucking successful ad campaign. 
<laughs> but dude, you know, it's just like a really fucking it's Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. It was really uncomfortable. Puppy Monkey Baby. Yeah. Puppy Monkey Baby. For sure. Yeah, anyway. That shit was uncomfortable fuck as fuck. For sure. But I remember it. And and I, I to me it's just like a big middle finger to uh a big fuck you to why why am I why am I gonna say big middle finger but it's a big fuck you to like whoever controls how much the ads cost and shit and then it's a bunch of these motherfuckers going and you know what let's just fucking buy out like a 30 second block and all of us contribute to it and then we're all gonna save a few pennies and it's gonna make for an interesting fucking ad and it was there was a quite a few of those this year and um you know what the game was good I, i'm just gonna fucking say it the game was great you had the Kansas City Chiefs, which was like a fucking electrifying offense all fucking season. Unstoppable. Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes. Holy fuck. Just an electrifying aerial assault. And then you had a fucking awesome defense uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. And it, it, it was. It was an entertaining fucking setup. I think that this Super Bowl was an uh, an amazing matchup i have certainly fucking gone through super bowls that were boring as fuck and it's like why the fuck are these two fucking teams uh competing against each other and uh this year wasn't that and it ended in a fucking electrifying way the niners led it and they gave up the lead and then it just fucking crumpled and the kansas city chiefs took it and um, I'm I'm really happy to announce the fucking Kansas Kansas City Chiefs as the winners of this year's uh, Super Bowl. It was it was an awesome game, good game, good turnout, um, creative ads. I'm, I'm happy guy. I really am happy happy monkey baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know where to start with this. Um, I'm a consumer. <laughs> yes. First and foremost, yes, you are a consumer. You're consuming this fucking form of media. That's this, 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 this George Soros <laughs> propaganda. You're consuming and uh, listen to our Patreon. Um, <laughs> you're consuming this fucking like fucking this ruse of entertainment this this fucking marketing campaign disguised as a fucking football game um and i like football that's the unfortunate part of it is i like i enjoy watching the games it's just everything surrounding it all the fucking stupid people watching it for the sake of watching <laughs> the super bowl it's not even about the game anymore it's about watching the super bowl you know, it's about oh shit, J Lo and Shakira are on the halftime show. Yeah, for like sure. who gives a shit about these yeah, fucking fifty year old fucking women? Uh, they're pretty hot, man. They're pretty hot. <laughs> I was hoping one of their tits would fucking come out. All right, but it I, didn't I, fucking happen. I I heard this criticism amongst the crowd that I was um uh you know intermingling in. Yeah, and um I would have to agree with this. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh communicate it here. It was that Shakira. Uh, I'm sorry. It was that J-Lo looks better, but Shakira can move it better. 
and I, I'm I'm gonna absolutely have to agree with that. Um, for as much money as both of them has spent, uh, both of them look very very good for their age. They must be like fifty for sure, at least fifty. But uh, J Lo looks good, and Shakira she just fucking moves that ass, man. She moves that move them hips. <laughs> She's looking good. She's looking good. Uh, you're just you're just buying into this <laughs> fucking bullshit, dude. I don't. I really don't care. I don't. I if I wanted to see Shakira somewhere, I would go see watch Shakira somewhere. If I wanted to see J Lo somewhere, I would go watch J Lo when she's in fucking concert. I don't give a fuck about J Lo at the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> about beyonce at the super bowl i don't give a fuck about shakira at the super bowl i don't give a fuck about travis scott at the super bowl i don't even know who the fuck exactly (laughs) nobody fucking cares like these people fucking selling this shit they have this idea of uh jaylo and shakira and like all these people still being fucking relevant but they're not the people that are relevant the people that are fucking relevant are on fucking instagram right now and on fucking tiktok fucking yeah uh catch shilling. Us on wasted content in instagram exactly <laughs> shilling their patreons and shilling fucking toxic uh detoxification teas those are the people toxic that are detoxification they're pretty they're toxic um <laughs> i don't i just think they're fucking out of touch with what the fuck the world is and they're hanging on to this fucking relic of what the super bowl was and trying to cram ads in there and it makes me ashamed of liking football it because it's clearly 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 just blatantly a fucking ad space um and like we were talking about dishonesty and media and dishonesty and marketing and all this bullshit and it's just it's blatant and i hate that people don't see it and just like disregard it as like it's the Super Bowl. We're supposed to go and buy two hundred dollars worth of fucking Bud Light today. <laughs> it's it's really unfortunate. It really is. I suppose so. And I really hope that one day we'll be able to find something that satisfies Ozymandias, something that makes him happy, truly happy. Um, unfortunately for episode twenty nine, who is America ha- makes me happy. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> brilliant so who is america like the wait is that his show that's his show or showtime or is that the song from childish gambino that's this is america oh okay (laughs) who is america by sasha baron cohen makes me happy uh i i really enjoy that show and um i'm really glad that we could find something that you are happy with uh for a while there i thought that there was nothing that satisfied you and pussy um, does (laughs) vagina does masturbation does beer does money does sasha baron cohen and this is america does or who is america hey what do you know like we actually got a fucking living breathing human being jre does (laughs) um i think i think that's good is it I, i think that's a stretch for someone that seems to have been so dissatisfied with everything around him, I think that you just gave quite a few fucking examples. I'm not dissatisfied. I'm not dissatisfied with everything. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I think 
things could be better and people are just fucking settling for the mediocre which is the super bowl <laughs> which is j-lo which is shakira which is beyonce which is everything the fucking media thinks is fucking the shit it's just congratulations to the kansas city chiefs out of missouri (laughs) Uh, just to clarify no no no. he represented kansas city they represented the state of kansas really well (laughs) um congratulations to shakira for making it in my personal preference i will definitely fuck the shit out of shakira bro (laughs) i will whenever what is it Forever, whenever, whenever. we're meant to be together. <laughs> and then she was just like thrusting her vagina at the screen. Yep, I'm down. <laughs> so congratulations She's to the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to fucking Shakira, um, J Lo. Um, you know, honorable mention to me. <laughs> <laughs> and thus concludes. Uh, episode 29 thank you guys for fucking joining ass um fucking hell uh we have seen a new light into ozymandias and the way that he is formed as an individual there are obviously things that make you feel alive who is america masturbation masturbation (laughs) oh wait sorry masturbation and then who is America? <laughs> Vagina third. Um, <laughs> it's just messy and like you know convoluted and paying for sex is kind of a well, weird thing to me. Um, <laughs> well, Will Fred? Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Will Fred uh, makes me happy. I'm I'm already glad that there are things that we could both agree on that bring us great pleasure. Fuck yeah, masturbation. So, <laughs> let's end this on masturbation high five yes have, to masturbation. i don't want to touch your hands no let, let's high five with the hand you masturbate with come on come on come on this will bring us closer uh yeah just let, me, let me grab it i couldn't help it you just noticing that you're rubbing it <laughs> all righty fucking a this this ends episode 29 <laughs> of voice of content oh, thank you all for joining us join uh, us on patreon absolutely at any fucking tier uh we are not shilling our patreon we you are contributing to our psoriasis Psoriasis. Psoriasis. Sir, our psoriasis. <laughs> I'm developing psoriasis on my skin. <laughs> and uh, cirrhosis. Eventual cirrhosis. That's what I meant. Absolutely. Thank you all for fucking listening in. Uh, for fucking Wasted Content, episode 29. My name is Anthropos. And I. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't do the Alex Jones voice anymore. And I am. I am Ozymandias. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. See you next week.